That sock is stiff. I know too much. (laughs) You know way too much. I know too much. I like that. That was your question. Justify his horrible wording. You looked to me for truth, and you knew all the words that mattered. You knew all the words in my life that were going to tell that story. Uh Do you, with your sock, the rest didn't matter. I have you. with something like that. I didn't know uh, what I was going to do. I tried a couple different voices in the car, and let me tell you, none of them played well. Can't none wait. I can't so I was wait. settling. Welcome back to another edition of the Fifth Dimension Lounge, my lizards. As always, I am your host, the Duke of Detroit, surrounded by my beautiful bastiches, MJ, Tim the Terrible, and Reginald. Welcome, gang. Thanks. Wolfman's got nards. Good to be here at my lounge. In your own lounge. <laughs> in your own, yeah, yeah. In your own lounge. I'm here. Yeah, it was, you know, that was one of those things last week where we didn't know exactly when we were getting together and we kept kicking around. And man, I had so many things on the schedule. I was trying to figure out where to put it. And when I finally figured out that it was the, what the right time was and that this was going to work, it was so satisfying to send the text with our image of like the fifth dimension lounge signal in the sky <laughs> a la Batman. Uh, and then say, you know, 5DL assemble. Very exciting. That was a good cover art. That was fun. I, I made that. We used it last January. You just forgot. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. It's really good cover and assemble art. assemble we have. Assemble yeah. we have. We're doing a whole Halloween episode tonight. We have lots to talk about from some different horror movies to Rick and Morty's Night People to the Dark Universe um, to what MJ's son played for her. That is, what, it, what was that? What would you consider that? Oh, I considered it a bit of a parody. A parody. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it was shocking. I laughed my balls off. Me so too. we're, we're going to listen to a little bit of everything tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. And we have some more concerts to talk about. We have some adventures coming up. So we're going to get into it all. Yes. And let me just say, listen to your teens and tweens when they want to bring you shit like that. Because it's great. It is. I agree. <laughs> it's comical. My son shows me stuff from time to time on either uh, TikTok or YouTube or you know whatever he stumbles on. I don't even know how he finds this shit. And it always cracks me up. Mm-hmm. He's got a good eye for it. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Well, let's, I want to start with MJ. You sent out a text one night that you were having trouble deciding on what to watch because what was it? Max previously known as HBO. Yes. Had all the Friday the 13th. And then what had Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Streets? Both, uh, Max had both of those. Oh, they were both on Max. I missed that mm-hmm. point. And that's why I was trying to decide if I wanted to get into Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th. I don't know why that would be a decision. Well, <laughs> and then Duke suggested that I tackle one and he tackle the other. And I think I chose wisely. <laughs> I had great intentions. Yeah. I had great intentions. This was so clever. I thought, oh, God. I'll catch up on all the Friday the 13th. Sure. She'll watch all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, and then we'll watch the one where they fight together. Because I know I saw it at the theater years and years and years and years ago with a friend. I don't remember what happened. So I don't know which horse to bet on. So I thought if I watched Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. I, I'd know a lot about Jason. 
Yes. And could tell you who I thought would win, like if he had a good chance. You watching Nightmare on Elm Street, you'd be able to tell me Freddie's strengths and we could figure it out and mm. then we could check it out tonight and see who actually won. Yeah. Having said that, I, I did like not it. make it through all the Friday the 13th. <laughs> because there's like twice as many to the, the Nightmare shit. on Elm Street is there, series. There, there is really so is. fucking many, man. Shit. I don't remember them all. I that. stopped at number five. Well, I don't watch fucking horror movies first off. So let's start with that. But these, no, I've seen we most don't of. Need so how far did you get, MJ? <laughs> I made it to number five. Friday oh, wow. the 13th. Oh, wow. The fit. I'm sorry. Um, number five, and then I attempted to watch A New Nightmare, which was done in the 90s, and oh, I just right. didn't get into it and was like, meh, and then I was going to watch Jason versus Freddy, and legit, the opening just made me want to, I was like, no. Yeah. I, I'm only subjecting myself to this if you are. Yeah. Well, that was a good, that was a heads <laughs> up, good text asking how far along I was. Yes. Um, so did you finish five? I did. I oh, finished shit. five of them. And what I will comment on, just real brief, one, three, and five are the best ones. Oh, okay. And those are the ones that have the original girl who fought Freddy and brought him out of her nightmare. Oh, yeah. Out into the real world and then killed him from there. Was her name Nancy? Don't fall asleep. Yes. Yes, Memories. good memory. Well, when those movies came out, <laughs> thanks, Reggie. Um, when those movies came out, I was like the third one. I want to say it was called Dream Warriors. And the that has Patricia Arquette. What a wonderful philosophy. Thanks for being such sweethearts. And Lawrence Fishburne in it. I am Morpheus. Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence or Florence? Lawrence. <laughs> okay, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, <laughs> That's funny. It had yes. some Matrix action. And what else has Patricia Arquette been in? I can't think of what Oh, she's... my gosh. She was in it. She was like the 90s it woman. I used to love for her. For a but... ton of stuff. Yes. Well, anyway, I remember seeing that at the theater when it came out. And I really enjoyed that one. Um, but, you know, all of these movies I haven't seen in decades. Mm-hmm. Decades. So it's more nostalgic than anything. Yes. So I was excited to jump in. And the first Friday the 13th is just so painful. It is so bad. It is. I mean, it is. Which is crazy because that was the that was the literal start of the whole. Yeah, twelve of them. (laughs) Which one came out first, Reggie? Was it Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth? We look that up for me. All right, nineteen eighty, Friday the Thirteenth came out. Oh, Halloween then, because that was the seventies. Was it Mm -hmm. right before that? So Friday the Thirteenth. I want to say, semi recently, I watched on Netflix that TV show called um, the, the Movies That Made Us. I'm just obsessed with Christmas, and I love the script, and I was like, I'm in, having absolutely no idea what we were about to find out. I wrote Ghostbusters. The concept was kind of a brand new idea. I remember I read the script for Dirty Dancing. So the rough cut's done. He looks over at my bosses and says, burn the negative and collect the insurance. Oh, no. Why did we waste our money on this? <gasps> Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of those? Yes. So they did, you know, they've done Home Alone and Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. Die Hard. And it tells you like the behind the scenes stuff of who the producers were and how they got the money together and the entanglements they found themselves in. It's really fun. Well, they did one on a handful of horror movies and they did one Halloween and Friday the 13th. And I couldn't remember which came first, but whichever was second completely copied the first. Mm-hmm. Like almost, mm-hmm. yeah. almost by <laughs> shot. Like, okay, here's the setup. And it's the same thing. Yes. Um, and I knew Friday the 13th ended with it being the, 
uh, Jason Voorhees' mother that was murdered mm-hmm. only because mm-hmm. of Scream. I remember, you know. Oh, they talked because yep. they kind of, they did spoilers throughout that whole thing. Well, in the beginning conversation, they have Drew Barrymore on the phone in the movie Scream. And so they're asking her trivia about uh, horror movies. And they say, who was the, you know, murder in Friday the 13th. And she goes, oh, I know this one. I know this one. I know this one. She's like so excited. Yes. Like, she goes, Jason Voorhees. Like, no, it was his mother. And- <laughs> Name the killer in Friday the 13th. Jason! 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 I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. No, it's not. No, it's not. It was Jason. Afraid not? No way. Listen, it was Jason. I saw that movie 20 goddamn times. Then you should know Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees, was the original killer. Jason didn't show up until the sequel. I'm afraid that was a wrong answer. You so that's the only reason I even knew that. So I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. Halloween was 1978, September, or October. Okay. So MJ was correct. Another ding ding. I was. I was. You were fucking I will say, okay, in comparison to your first of the series, uh-huh. Nightmare on Elm Street, the first of that is still the best one. Well, and it was so original. All. It was so original. We found him in an old abandoned boiler room where he used to take his kids. Go on. We took gasoline. We poured it all around the place. So freaky at the time. I remember in the um, opening scene, the first girl that gets murdered, when she's, you know, running through the dark alley, but there's it's really foggy, and his shadow comes out because there's really heavy backlight, and his hand's up in the air with the razor blades, and he's running. Nice. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I, that scene was just, woo, and that's where she gets murdered on the ceiling. Wes Craven. Oh, was it her? I thought Johnny Depp got murdered on the ceiling. He was in the bed. He was in the water bed. I was right. There was eight. Nightmare on Elm Streets? Holy shit. So, I remember liking Friday the 13th more than... I'm sorry. Nightmare on Elm Street more than Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. But I liked the movies themselves better, but I like Jason Voorhees better as a villain for some oh. reason. He's just like this unstoppable tank, right? Yeah. But then I see the first one, and he's just a kid in it, and he really just jumps out of the water at the end. No big that deal. was a great jump scare, though. It sure The was. first time that was viewed. Agreed. So I watched the second movie, and the second movie just I didn't think was very good. They have Jason in it mm-hmm. this time, but I forgot. He doesn't have a hockey mask. He's walking around with a pillowcase on his head with a hole ripped in it so you could see one eye. Mm. And that's what he wears the whole movie. And at one point, they pull off the pillowcase, and you see his face for a second. And it's you know it's supposed to look gross, and it just looked dumb to me. <laughs> Did not enjoy it. Get to the third one. Again, he doesn't have the hockey mask. Somebody else in the movie has the hockey mask. And when he kills him, he takes his hockey mask. Mm, upgrade. Let me, let me upgrade. <laughs> you know? So it wasn't until halfway through the third movie before he finally gets this iconic mask. Um, and then he, you know, every, every movie ends up getting quote unquote killed at the end, except for the first one. Um, and then the next one, he starts all over again and it shows where the I last know. one left off. Yes. Though. Right. Yes. Right. So I was really, I was okay with these. I was kind of fast forwarding because it was a little boring, oh, yeah. some of it. Oh, but, yeah. I, fa- I can't say I didn't fall asleep a couple times myself. But we get to the fourth one. Fucking Corey Feldman's in it. Yeah, well, at least I have a brain. What? I forgot that. I hate that guy. 
I what? can't stand him. I'm not a Feldman fan at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it back, man. I liked him. You know I'm a Drew and Mike fan, and they talk about him all the time. And I've seen so much about Corey Feldman that I just don't appreciate him. I don't want to see him. He could just disappear, and I'd be okay with it. Listen, at this point in time, completely understandable, but let's not put past the appreciation we have for the Corys. In 1987, teen actors Corey Haim and Corey Feldman appeared in a vampire movie that catapulted them to fame, fortune, and a string of roles that made the two Corys a household name. Unfortunately, fame was fleeting, and the Corys left the public eye with bad headlines and bad habits. Okay, Tim. All right, go ahead. So... This, this fucking... Point taken. Number four, he gets towards the end, and, and Feldman runs up to the mirror, and his sister's running all over the house with Jason chasing her. And he's slowly... He's got this big, long, shaggy hair. like and He just slowly starts cutting his hair so he looks like Jason. Gets out a big razor, starts like shaving his head. All while she's running around the house, getting thrown out windows, like getting punched, and she's stabbing Jason. Like It's this huge battle back and forth. Meanwhile, Corey's just fucking up in the bathroom. <laughs> And you'd hear her every now and then yell, like, I told you to leave. And he's just like. Minding his own business. So he comes down and the point was he was trying to look like Jason Voorhees did before he died. You know, bald and like Mm -hmm. hair sticking out and all weird. And he's yelling at Jason, Jason, look at me, look at me. And Jason looks at him and sister takes advantage and hits him from behind. And then Jason turns around and Corey hits him from behind, starts stabbing him over and over again. And that's it. It ends. She's in the hospital. Doctors talk to her. Corey Feldman runs in and they hug each other and they're talking for a minute. And as they're hugging, they show you Corey Feldman's face close up and it just looks evil. And it's like, oh, maybe he's going to be the next Jason Voorhees. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can buy into this. (laughs) So I get to the fifth movie and it starts off somewhere. I think this is like five years later or something like that. I don't know. It shows Corey Feldman out in the rain in the forest by himself. And he's a child mm-hmm. with a raincoat on and his glasses. And he just scurries off to a corner you know, behind a tree. And he's like watching this grave. And it looks pretty freshly dug. It's got a tombstone in it with like handwriting on it. This is Jason Voorhees. I mean, it's so stupid. Hmm. And these two guys come and start digging up the grave. They're like, we heard he's here. Let's dig him up. Yeah. And Jason Voorhees comes back to life and kills them both. I'm like, nope, yeah, I'm done. why would you dig <laughs> him done. up? This is so stupid. Like, who buried him in a forest by himself? Well, it just, I couldn't even get past that. So I just stopped. I stopped right there, and that's where I left off with Friday the 13th. I, that's quite all right. That's quite, I'm impressed that you made it that far. Oh, fucking Corey Feldman killed what me What was it. that picture that I ended up sending you guys of the Jason Voorhees at the bottom of the lake the crystal lake or what i don't think that was the actual name of the lake but there is a bronze statue that is chained <laughs> to the bottom of the lake and has a jason mask on it nice are you looking for it reginald so when we uh last year or two years ago when we started the show and we were all picking masks there it is oh that's right we got to put that on our Instagram. I really like that. I yes, too, that was a good one. It, I feel like I would want to swim down to it, and then I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "So somebody, somebody <laughs> sunk a statue underwater. It's under there for some reason. Somebody else went down and put a Jason Voorhees mask on it. That's that's funny. So when we were trying to get masks for the show, so we could take our pictures and put them online, um, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to wear, and at one point I did buy. A $10 Jason Voorhees mask because mm. it's so simplistic. It's classic. And I thought, no, I don't want to be that. So I ended up just hanging it 
near a tree in my fire pit by my fire pit. Oh, oh my nice. I like it. So at night when you're out there, like you can see the shimmer of it. It's yep. kind of scary. That's I awesome. Bet. Why I love would you? It. Why? Oh, what do you mean? Funny. Because that is that's what you do. Every, does it get a lot of people? It does. Every time somebody goes to piss, they're like, "Is that Jason Voorhees staring at me?" <laughs> yep, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Just put it right on the other side of the creek, like facing where you're pissing. It's great. Well, do you guys do you guys remember the the fight? I remember going to see it. I don't remember how it ended. Yeah. Was, first of all, did you watch it recently, Tim? No. Oh, okay. Do you remember? No. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That's a safe one. Why? But I do have knowledge of what happened. Yeah. Let's let's play. So I guess I do remember. That? Uh, like what happened in the fight itself. All right, we're actually gonna pull this up right now and play just the end. If I can. Of of Jason versus Freddy. Yeah. See who won. They probably kill each other at the exact same time, and they're both dead at the same time. I remember there being an actual winner. Um, you just gotta fight. get Voorhees head off. You think so? Yeah. And Freddy has the razors to do it. He sharpens them. He has a what's the grinding stone in his in the. So Freddy's about to kill a woman. There's another dude there. And then something happens, and he realizes somebody's behind him. And it's Jason. Jason's got his big old machete. And he starts swinging at Freddy. And Freddy apparently is uh, quite nimble. <laughs> Moves around pretty quickly. Well, he's a dream master. And then Jason gets a hold of him and just tosses him against a wall. What was his name? Robert England? Is that who played Freddy? I believe so, yes. I always liked that guy. Yep. He also had a bit part in um, Adventures of Fort Fairlane, an Andrew Dice Clay movie that MJ would just not appreciate hey, at hey, all. Hated it. Yep. Yeah. Did you watch the movie? I think I saw it, yeah. Nice. Hello, hello. So they're going back and forth. This is good. It's a good fight scene. It's actually a lot clearer than I thought it would have been. Yeah, do you know how long Other this fight scene it's is? It's tiny. Four minutes, it looks like. Oh, that's good. You cut a lot out of it then. Oh, shit. Is it a lot longer? I believe so. There's some dialogue between oh. a woman with her breasts. She does have nice cleavage. breasts. Oh, her breasts are cut. Oh, she's all sliced to hell. Oh, that must be Freddy's work. It's not Jason's. No, Jason's clearly the motorboat kind of guy. You guys cross streams again. That was my bad. Yeah, that was a pretty yep. <laughs> <laughs> Now she's changing how every. No, put the mic back towards your face. Otherwise, we're only going to hear half of you. Would you stop eating? I can't. I'm trying to see it. It's a... Who do you. So who thinks going to win, MJ? Do you my, know? You know I'm going to vote for my guy. I kind of want to vote for my guy, too. Let's just vote for our own guy. Okay. I really feel like after seeing what a piece I of shit Jason was and how bad he was in the first few movies. That I shouldn't be so excited. Ooh, good move. You just what blasted off? What are those CO tanks or something like yeah, that? Yeah, some kind of. It was. I don't know why there were so many tanks sitting there in a row, but oh, they're stumbling. Helium tanks or something. Oh, he's back. Well, it's not gonna end well. He looked like he had vengeance in his Ooh. Oh my gosh. He just <laughs> dropped yes. all these yes. thin pieces of rebar from construction from up above oh down on the Jason. What? 
He's unstoppable. See, now I'm excited. Uh, now I do have to see the whole thing. <laughs> oh, he's just getting pommeled. He's going to come back. Fuck he your never guy. dies. No, I know. He's he coming never back. fucking dies. Well, I didn't watch all of them, but there was another one called um, Freddy Go... I'm sorry. Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, that's not good. Was that a more recent one? It was, I think, one of the last the ones they did. recent one? It might be. I found the Ooh. titles of the movie funny, because like, the fourth oh. one was called... Well, it was the last one. Oh, he's going to pull himself out of the rebar out of the ground. What? So much is happening. Where Freddy, are they at? Freddy's swinging um, from a. They look like they're at like a construction site. Well, yeah, some or like a mill. You know, Freddy's in trouble when he loses his hat. His hat's gone. He's fucked. It might be the source of his it's power. It's like part of his outfit. Yeah. It's a, he's not as recognizable without that. In fact, people get him confused all the time with other people if he doesn't have his hat on. So. Because he doesn't time. have All a distinct time. face otherwise. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, oh, oh. went flying. MJ. I'm actually impressed. This is a cool fight scene. MJ's really into this. I don't remember this being so cool. Well, round one looks like it went to Freddy. Uh-oh. Nope. Never mind. Freddy's down. Freddy's crawling. <gasps> oh, no. There is more. Dun, 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 dun. Don't trust the table. Come on, the guy oh. was winning. He's not now. The table's turning. They yep. are turning. This is like a pro wrestling match. This is what this. Look at oh, how they frame both of them up Where'd though. Where did the machete just go? Into Freddy. Freddy's head. Was it in his? It is now Freddy's machete. Ooh, he cut something <laughs> off. He was his penis. That is a lot of battling. Who just he caught the machete? Freddy caught the machete with the other hand. I think his knife's hand is cut off. Well, that's not going to go well for him. He's got to grow it back or go into a dream. He's got to grow it back. They're clearly not in a nightmare, no, are they? he's probably been pulled out of the nightmare. This yeah. is real world. Everybody knows that trick now. Yep. Thanks so, to Nancy. Hold on to your dick! <laughs> so oh, oh my gosh. Bashing. Freddy's getting it. Come on. Oh, he stabbed him with his knives. This uh, this might be... And he has the... Oh! In the eyeball. He used his claw hand to stick his fingers oh, through his eyes and his mask. mutilating him with his razors. I, I oh, feel like... Oh, here comes slow motion titties bouncing. God. That's the oh, only reason never, I watch movies like this. I'm never going to know. She's killing me. Oh, now Jason's just going to be at the bottom of this lake. What is that? <gasps> is he pulling his heart out? His oh. black heart? Shed some light on the subject. Well, I kind of want to know why they're fighting. Now I feel like we do have to watch this movie. We do. <laughs> this is, well, I can't fucking ridiculous. This is so close to 90210. It, when they introduced Jason, so you have that to look forward to. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the first five Friday the 13th did not do a great job with nudity or sex, and it was very disappointing. You mean like it was not, because there is lots of titties, right? Barely. Oh. Yeah, this is a little side shot here or there. It titty heavy. No, it, I think they might have gotten titty heavy in later They improved their... <laughs> yeah. They weren't sure on the business model. I mean, honestly, the fifth one, it was, it was still middle 80s. 
Right. Titties weren't as prevalent at the movie theater. Oh yeah. my god, titties shaving. were everywhere in the 80s. What are you talking about? I feel like there weren't enough. Oh, psh. There were tons <laughs> of tits. They both got launched oh, in the water. No, they're already still there. What just happened? Somebody blasted something through him. There goes Jason and gonna rest at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, as always. Is that Camp Cause... Crystal Lake? Probably not. There's too much construction going on. Oh my gosh. Camp Crystal Lake's been sold to a developer. <laughs> uh oh. Now whatever they build at this place, do you think they're gonna they're gonna disclose what happened here? <laughs> Could you not speak for a moment? Here's my oh. here's my thing. Oh. Here's you my go, thing. girl. Here's my thing. It's, it's obvious who's won. Jason's already gone. Nope. Freddy's still there. Nope. And look, you just got taken out by someone else. So so Freddy won. Oh, that's so cool. It's not over for either of them. Oh, you don't think so? No. They're about to complete the battle at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> Yeah, Freddy is headless, and Jason got thrown into the river a little bit ago, and now the big titty chick is standing there with her sword. I mean, they I both have machetes after this, huge, so. But they're nice. I'm not mad at them. No. They're the perfect size for a horror movie of this stature. I'm, I'm not mad at them. Horror no. movie. Guilty. Yeah, not a horror movie. That's Then we need bigger ones. Oh, why would you give them the weapon? Oh, you shit. Take that. that was dumb. She could have sold that on eBay. Bless you. Bless you, Tim. Is this... Stop it, Tim. You're gonna you're gonna kill some brain cells. What, uh, there's only two left. <laughs> brain cells or that was a major burn. So where's he coming back from? <laughs> That's a major burn. <laughs> where's he coming back from? Is this the next day? It seems pretty bright out. Oh, he just walks out of the water? Oh, this I is think a the lake must replenish him. Oh, that's oh, a is good he gonna feeling. have Freddy's head in his hand? He's got a machete. <gasps> I was right. Okay, that's pretty badass. Jason comes walking out of the water, holding Freddy's head. And he's still got his machete. He got, because that chick oh, And he winks. He winks. It's going to be like his uh, thing. I seem... It's Freddy. They're going to be best friends. Why they, isn't there a movie there is no about winner. them continuing on and him carrying <laughs> Freddy's head with him everywhere? Oh, nice. <laughs> like a best friend you road are adventure? Head. It's a road adventure together. Uh, What's the Halloween movie with it? I feel like Reginald could write that script. <laughs> we'll get working on that. It's a Halloween uh, movie with the three witches. There will be a lot of titties. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, the Craft? No. Oh, Hocus Pocus? Hocus oh, Pocus. yeah, yeah, Hocus Pocus. There's a slight difference in those storylines. For sure. <laughs> Most definitely. Sisters, I'm very confused. I I smell children, but I, I don't see children. I... I've lost my power! <laughs> sorry. He's sorry! Oh, he's sorry! He's sorry! He's sorry! He's sorry! He's sorry! That's Tim's kind of scary movie. So are no. you are you happy with the fact that Freddy won? Or lost, I mean? No, but okay. he winked. It was a tie. So his head it's still. A tie. His, hmm? his evil demonic. They're both still alive. Soul will I, live neither on. of them died. I have to say that little tease. I kind of want to go watch it now. Yeah, I think I do too. Damn it! Can't wait for you guys to waste your time. 
<laughs> Listen, it's about to be hibernation season, so I'm going to have nothing but time. Yeah, cool. Well, you have a lot of Friday the 13th you can watch if you're bored. I know. You didn't no. sell it. <laughs> no, I sure didn't. Yeah, no. My kind you of, ain't got no style, motherfucker. Agreed. Hocus Pocus, that's my kind of scary movie. Or like the Monster Squad. That's that's where my... Mm. Monster where Squad? So not what, what's the Monster Squad? Wolfman's got nards? Wolfman's got nards! What? The Monster Squad was, I don't remember the year. It had to have been maybe late 80s. 86? It was a group of kids that um, had to defeat Dracula and his, you know, gang of monsters, which included like the Wolfman. Was this uh, a cartoon? The Swamp Monster. No, it was a movie. You remember that? Interesting. I've never heard of it. Yep. It was all about like. uh, Was it for kids? Yeah. Yeah, It was like PG-13 or whatever. Okay. That's why I didn't hear (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we're tw- talking about horror movies. I was twenty-one. I was twenty-one at the time, so yeah, yeah. it's not something I was going to watch. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to our scary Halloween episode. <laughs> well, actually, Tim, that plays perfectly into something else. See, did you hear of? Have you ever heard of the Dark Universe? No, MJ, have you heard of the Dark Universe? I don't know. Oh, I'm so excited. Tell more. All right, now I got to take it. I'm just curious. Reggie, do you know the Dark Universe? Now I got to take a toast. He seems like he would. No. So Universal Studios has had the rights to all the old monsters, right? Invisible Man, Frankenstein, in fact. Swamp Thing. Yeah, you Mm. look. Oh, no. Oh. You're thinking of Creature of Black Lagoon. I am. Uh, Swamp Thing is a DC character. That's different. Fair enough. Um, But if you look back. In the 30s, 40s, like Universal Monsters were a huge deal. Phantom of the Opera, Dracula, the Werewolf, Invisible Man, you name mm-hmm. it. Like they mm-hmm. made lots of feature films and they would show up in other things like Abbott and Costello, as an example. Ah! Who screamed? You did. I did. Ah. Well, somewhere along the line, Universal decided to try to reboot this idea of having monster movies. And in 2004, they came out with Van Helsing with none other than our friend Hugh Jackman from the Wolverine movies. Okay, I like that character, and I actually never saw any of those. Well, that movie sucked ass. Oh, you didn't like it? Why? That's too bad. I don't even think I finished it, to be honest. I watched it. It was okay. It was okay? Okay. It was a burger. Let's put it that way. Well, it was supposed to be a launching point for Universal to do more movies like that, but it was not well-received. So they decided... With the success of the first few Marvel movies, you get Iron Man, Hulk, the Avengers, it all blows up. They decide, hey, we already have a universe. We can we can take all these different horror elements of these universal monsters and make a whole series ourselves that can span 20 years, just like Marvel's doing. So they made a movie called Dracula Untold in 2014, and that was the kickoff for the big dark universe. I am Dracula, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And it bombed. Like mm. never nobody went to see it. Never heard of it. I tried watching it recently. Did not enjoy it. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I couldn't. I couldn't even get through it. And it's not even that long of a movie. I want to say it was only like an hour and a half. I could be mistaken, but something like that. Wow. So they decide one more time to reboot it, and they think, okay, we're going to do this again since Dracula didn't take off. Originally, they were going to do Van Helsing again, and they opted not to, and they got Tom Cruise to be attached to Van Helsing, but they, they, for one reason or another, decided to go a different direction, and that's when they made, in 2017, The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Look, fuckstick, I'm incredibly busy, so why don't you get the hell out of here before I snap your dick off and jam it into your ass. Okay. Now, I saw it. 
Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. I thought... Top Gun, Mission were, Impossible. I know, there were other mummies before that. Brendan Fraser. Oh, so those are the movies. That was back in 1998. That's The Mummy. Oh, heck! The original. And there were several of those. There was. I want to say there was three of them with there Brendan Fraser, Fraser and somebody yeah. else. And they even had one with The Rock called The Scorpion King. That was a spinoff of those. Yeah. has nothing to do with okay. this okay. that we're talking about. So this new mummy, The Mummy with Tom Cruise, I really enjoyed. Ooh. I thought it was really good. It's a good action movie. It had um, lots of twists in it and things I didn't fucking see coming. I really enjoyed it all the way to the end. It just, it, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, and I dug it. Yeah. And to know, being an insider, knowing it was part of the dark universe, and this is going to kick off something more, and they have cool things in that movie like... They had a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde um, that was played by Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? Hmm. It was really neat. It was, I mean, they were really world building just like Marvel was. And it came out the week after Wonder Woman. Okay. And oh, Wonder Woman was timing. huge. Yeah. And not only was Wonder Woman huge, Wonder Woman pulled the female audience to it, which then also, you know, would males would go with their wives, girlfriends, whatever. Their SOs. Yep. Significant oh, others. Look at you. And then, um, but the mummy came across as scary. So even though it was a Tom Cruise movie, women weren't flocking to see it because it looked more like a, a horror-ish I got to be honest with you. I thought it was a reboot of like the mummy the Brendan Fraser mummy, like right. they were doing it again, nope. like with with Tom Cruise. I just didn't pay attention. Oh, I yeah. just don't to like it. Tom Cruise. That was why I think I didn't bother paying attention yeah. to it because he lost me at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After number three of Mission Impossible. Well, after watching all the Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith shit, I'm starting to like Tom Cruise more. <laughs> like all of a sudden, Scientology is becoming normal to me. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. maybe I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> At least we've known that about him for a long time. Right. So the mummy bombs so bad, they abandon this whole dark universe idea. And the reason this is such a big deal is they were so convinced they were going to take off with this thing that they had signed all these actors to deals. Johnny Depp to play the Invisible Man. The best kind of prize is a surprise. <laughs> um, Javier Bardem to play Frankenstein. Mommy was very bad. Uh, Russell Crowe was going to continue Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Tom Cruise was continue to be, you know, the mummy and these other features as they all probably should have together. led with something That's a lot like that. of, yeah. Well, they led with a Tom Cruise movie. Like, they thought Tom Cruise would bring people in because it bombed so hard. I know. I think it's just like the, the mummy, though, like that character. Yeah. You oh. could have picked a better character uh, to I set it off with. Go watch it. It was actually pretty badass. It was the first mummy movie. I was like, holy shit, that mummy's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good. I dug it. So I found that really interesting. That would have been a fantastic universe to spread out over 10, 15, 20 years and keep dropping a new movie every mm -hmm. year. You bring somebody else, but it's part of this expanded universe. You get the werewolf. You get the mm -hmm. uh, invisible man. It just That stuff sounds so cool. Wasn't there an invisible man with Kevin Bacon? Not a cut loose. There was. was and that, that was that circa. Same... That was called Hollow Man. Oh, that was Hollow Man. And it, yeah, it wasn't a, a Universal Studios type movie, like like a monster movie. I don't know if I saw that one. That was yeah, pretty I, decent. I guess that's the other thing, though, but too. But they did another Invisible 
Man movie recently with who was the woman from Mad Men that was also in that? I believe this is who it was. Who also was in that uh, Maid Handmaid's Tale? I hurt her, and I enjoyed it. Elizabeth. Yes. Something. That's her last name. Something. Yeah. <laughs> she. That I should be that a chick. ding ding. Reginald, please. Yeah. Wrong. I know that chick. Um. Elizabeth Something's in that. She was in the Invisible Man movie a couple of years ago. And it was right at the start of the pandemic because I was struggling to find something to watch. And that was one of the few movies I actually paid to rent online. Mm. And it was really good. What happened to him? Adrian's dead. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? He said that wherever I went, he would find me. Walk right up to me. And I wouldn't be able to see him. Adrian is dead. He's not dead. He has figured out a way to be invisible. Okay. He's sitting in that chair. Really I, she good. picks good stuff. Yeah. I like her choices. I don't like her. Isn't that weird? I just don't enjoy her face. <laughs> I, I think that's the probably partially why she's such an amazing actress. Yeah, I guess so. My sister really hates her eyes. Yes, I agree. The, she always does. She does a thing with her eyes where she looks up a lot. Yes. And my my sister will tell me shit like this. And then you can't unsee it. And then it. I can't unsee it. I'm like, could you not ruin people for me anymore? But I like her stuff. I like that she's gotten into producing and, and everything too. And I just think she's really talented. So, Well, if you, I think you'll like that Invisible Man movie. Okay. Because she kills it in that. Awesome. She's really good. Yeah. And I that need, was only a I couple... Need, a couple of years ago. Okay. I do need recommendations, so that'll be a good one. And so that's my question. So, I mean, are they supposed to be like horror flicks? Is that what they're meant to be? Um, no, they're called Universal Monster Movies. Okay. That's what they were, because they're the, part of the Universal Monster Group. It's like saying um, Disney superheroes or Marvel superheroes. That's so, like so what is their role as the monster in the movie? So, f- for- Invisible Man? No, I'm just saying, like, in the the movie The Mummy, right? Or, I'm sorry, the, mummy. the The Mummy is the monster. Oh, I'm just saying from a characteristic standpoint, right? Like, I get it, but what role does he play in the movie, right? Who? The Mummy? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. He plays a mummy. Yeah, I get it. The Mummy. Well, he doesn't. Tom Cruise is an adventurer. There is a mummy in it. Oh. So he, he stumbles See? across the mummy. And then no, I'm kidding. The Mummy wants something. I don't remember what, but, like, the mummy... Hall's ass to go get what it wants. Right. It was pretty badass. So then their thought moving forward was this is going to be kind of like an adventure movie in some way. Oh, I think a horror adventure movie. No, no, no. I think it would be like the Avengers. Got it. Right. So, um, or Mm Spider-Man. Like you see the Spider-Man movie, Iron Man shows up in it. So you saw the mummy movie and there's a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, but it's not a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde movie. So eventually Dracula would have his own movie. Frankenstein would have his own movie, but you're going to see them pop up in scenes in those other movies. Uh, yeah, gotcha. And I'm really disappointed that never came to fruition. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for because sure. Because it sounds, sounds good. good. It could have been sustainable. 
they had a great cast lined up. This was before Amber Heard shit in Johnny Depp's bed. So, I mean, it could have been fantastic. Now Johnny Depp's a piece of shit, and I don't want to see him. But back then, that would have been great. <laughs> time. Yeah. Think of all these actors that we know way too much about. Will Smith. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Tom Cruise. You don't even, you're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. Johnny Depp. She brought up the situation of the her fecal matter on the bed. It's ridiculous. I don't like. I don't like any of them. I yeah. like the movies. Yes. How things and change over then, time, right? Like Tim and I got to a point where we couldn't watch Tom Cruise anymore. No, like I, a, I still haven't seen the new Top Gun movie. No, really, either have I. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It was very nostalgic for me. Was it? I, 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 it. I feel like everybody says that. Yeah. If I want nostalgia, I'll go watch the original Top Gun. Yeah. With Tom Cruise before I knew he was a weird Scientologist. Can I be <laughs> honest? I think the top, the second Top Gun movie is truly just a wasted effort. It is just, it's a carbon copy of the first. It is nostalgic. It is exciting in parts and like you get into it, but you don't want to be proud of it. When you leave that, it's just like, I don't ever need to see that again. Yeah. yeah. I'd still rather go see the first one because the first one was so perfect. It was so wonderful. Yeah. Well done. Well, well done. That so was well the dark done. universe. That's I want, cool. I thought so. And I'm pissed. It would have been cool. I'm mean. hoping they, they bring it back. And I think both of you could handle The Mummy because it's not truly a horror movie. It's a monster well, movie. I, I, now, I, I'm I intrigued like, now. I'll take a look. Think of Godzilla. Godzilla's a monster movie. It's not a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. It's like this. Freddy Krueger. Let me handle this bitch. That's a horror movie. Sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of horror, scary. Speaking of horrors. What? Uh, speaking of horrors. Um, have you guys, I don't know if either of you actually do this. I know MJ tried to get into it. Do you guys watch Rick and Morty at all? Oh, jeez. I I was watching it, yeah. Did I you? I say I wasn't, I was uh, was not obsessively watching it. Well, I have one episode for you to watch. Okay. One specific episode. And Tim, I think you'd like it. Do you watch Rick and Morty? I don't, but I would watch an episode. Sure. Reggie, do you watch it at all? Okay. There was one episode last season called, uh, this is season six, called The Night People. Mm-hmm. It is a horror episode. Ooh. Truly. Um, so And done well. Like a thriller. Oh, it's done so well. And it's a standalone episode, so you don't need to watch anything else or understand anything else. You can just watch this one by itself. So in this episode, Rick (laughs) essentially uh, has a night person. When he goes to bed, he has come up with this technology where he can take his sleeping version of himself, wake himself up, and tell him to do things at night. So he's at breakfast one morning showing off his abs because his night version of himself does uh, ab crunches all night. What was up with you last night? I was totally talking to you and you acted like I wasn't there. I did. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't me. Technically, that was my night person. Been having him do crunches while I sleep. Check it. Damn. Check out that washboard, <sighs> yo. Hey, too hard. What the hell's a night person? I nabbed a somnambulator while passing through the gooby jube system last week. Best investment I've ever made. Before I go to bed, I type a list of shit I want to get done. Then the somnambulator programs my unconscious body or night person to do it while I sleep. I'm getting so much done. C- can my night person get me an ab stack like yours, Rick? I'm gonna have my night person learn me Spanish so I can pass my test next week. Hey, hey, hey no one gets a night person but me. So when he wakes up, he's in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually the whole family wants in on this 
And so they all have night versions of themselves. So they're all, you know, doing things to get better at something or cleaning something or doing something they don't want to do during the day. So their night version does it. And they're so happy. How's my honor student doing? Muy bien. All the niños and niñas at school think I should run for class presidenta. Guess who has a new pen pal? No takers? It's me. Pen pal? Night Jerry and I write letters to each other. It's super fun. I also like Tori Amos. Hope you like our new pajamas. What is the sun? Jerry, this isn't how you're supposed to use a night person. <laughs> you two are being a couple of Debbie down there. Wait until night Jerry reads about this. Well, eventually, um, night version of Summer leaves a note for them when they wake up making a request. And Rick is not happy with the request. He's like, fuck you. You're the night people. You don't get to make a request. I tell you what to do. And it turns into this battle back and forth with the night versions of themselves, you know, essentially imprisoning the day versions when they wake up and they can't <laughs> do anything about it. And they they did so much for this show. Now, the, the writer, Rob Schrab, of this particular episode, he writes other episodes too, but this one was his baby. Like, this guy loves horror movies. In his free time, he makes VHS covers for fake B horror movies <laughs> like that aren't real. That is so cool. Like this guy has a passion and love yes. for this kind of stuff and it shows in this episode. Yeah. So you see different views of the house from different points of view that you've never seen before and it adds all these shadows to it. They do these close-ups of the faces of the characters and it makes it uncomfortable. Um and then there's this it's a, this thriller sensation of like being chased or being trapped or it is so Good. I feel like for the artists that participate in that genre, they are always just very deeply obsessed with it. Yes. Yes. So it's funny you say that. He had a whole book of like sketches of what he envisioned things to be Mm -hmm. so that when they started to actually prepare for the show and the scripts approved and everything, he had all these thoughts already done and made their job so much easier, they said, because they could automatically just jump into it. Oh, that makes sense. And, you know, draw what what he'd come up with. Yeah. It's like Rob Zombie. Yes, that's another person that comes to mind. Like their house is decorated in freaky deaky. (laughs) It's gothed out goth death like they're like satanic shit and they love it and they love it zombie shit just on an altar in in your bedroom when you wake up and you can see it every morning and be like ah he zombie rob zombie had two horror movies one was the devil's rejects and there was one before that he has more than that i know but these were two that came out in a row that I really enjoyed. I can't remember what the first one was called. The Devil's Re- It was the one that was before The Devil's Rejects. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. Yeah, Is that it? Go. Yes. I, uh, a buddy and I were really excited because we saw the commercials for it. Couldn't wait to go see it. That movie was really scary. Was it? Howdy, folks. You like blood, violence, freaks of nature? On a stormy Halloween night... Four young people set out across the back roads of America. What's that? It's a hitchhiker. What, should we stop? We can't leave right here in the rain. In search of a mysterious figure known only as... Dr. Satan. You know anything about the legend of Dr. Satan? Yeah, I can show you. Dr. Satan! Ah, Dr. Satan! 
what they uncovered you ain't seen nothing yet is the most horrifying and shocking tale of carnage ever seen well i bet you'd stick your head in the fire if i told you you could see hell you seen this girl yeah they want to play nancy drew with this local legend that people call dr satan stupid kids probably got themselves lost let's get out of this nut house the boogeyman is real and you found him From director Rob Zombie <laughs> comes a journey into hell. This can't be real, this can't be real, this can't be real. <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses. Hope you like what you see! Yeah! Oh my god, it was really scary. It, it really bothered me. It like creeped me mm. out so that when the Devil's Rejects came out, I couldn't even go see it. Ah, uh, my sister said it was really gory. It was. Oh, absolutely. And she said she did not enjoy the gore. There's um, there was a character in it named Doctor Satan, and I just remember in the commercial there was a guy yelling, like throwing the uh, devil horns in the air with his hands. He's going, Doctor Satan. And he's like fucking around. <laughs> Dr. Satan fucks some shit up in that movie. He is scary. Dr. Satan! And I love that yelling Dr. Satan. I still do it from time to time. Nobody <laughs> nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. Um, I So anyway, I would recommend the Rick and Morty Night People episode. Speaking okay. of Rick and Morty. Oh, jeez. Have you guys paid attention over this last year to what happened to one of the creators, Justin Roiland? No. No. Oh, my gosh. This is so interesting. Following the recent news of felony domestic abuse charges, Adult Swim has released a statement announcing they are officially cutting ties with Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Roiland. According to THR, Rick and Morty is still set to continue on as Adult Swim aren't even halfway through their massive 70-episode order yet, but they plan on immediately recasting all of Justin's roles, including Rick and Morty. As of now, the series is locked into 10 seasons. So, two, three years ago... um, so charges are pressed against him for, I want to say it was holding somebody against their will. Um, some things that sounded pretty bad. Yeah. Like really bad. And instantly, I remember talking back and forth with a friend. I'm like, well, that's the end of Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's like, a flash situation. Yeah. yeah. So instantly, uh, Rick and Morty fires him. Um, and he's the voice of both main characters. Right? He does both Rick. Morning, ass. <clears throat> Holes. What's this? Pancakes? Sold. And Morty. Oh, jeez. And all these other characters from Mr. Poopy Butthole. You sons of bitches. What's the job? Which is a ridiculous name. <laughs> to Mr. Me6. This is a Me6 box. Let me show you how it works. You press this. I'm Mr. Me6. Look at me. You make a request. Mr. Meeseeks, open Jerry's stupid mayonnaise jar. Yes, sir. So Meeseeks fulfills the request. All done. Wow. And then it stops existing. Oh, my God. He exploded. Trust me. They're fine with it. Like, he does all these characters, and he was part of other shows, and everybody let him go. And he hadn't even gone to court yet. So the case ends up getting dropped against him. I don't know what's happening between the studios and him, but in the meantime, the Rick and Morty show, who's also run by uh, the producers, Dan Harmon, who did Community. It is now Phoenix person. They go out and they listen to thousands of people 
trying to find replacements for a Rick and Morty? How can they find somebody that's close enough where it won't distract the casual viewer? And that was their goal. So the new season just started and I couldn't wait. I was so excited because I'm a big Rick and Morty fan and I loved that they were continuing on without Justin Roiland. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's accused of all of this stuff and they're moving on, I'm glad it didn't kill the show. Yeah. And then you start to that find out. shoes to fill though. That's. Well, that's what you think. That's what I thought. I'm like, well, they can't do it without the mastermind behind the show. Right. And then you start hearing stories that he hasn't been dialed in. And in fact, he doesn't even really come in except for to record his voice lines. And that's pretty much it. Oh. And he doesn't add anything into the story. Like you start hearing all these little stories. You don't know how much of it you believe. And the kicker is they just got picked up for like uh, another... Yeah, I saw that. I want to say five years. I could be mistaken, but it's going on for a while. Yeah, yeah. And Dan Harmon's gone on record saying like, I can envision this thing going quite a long time. Look at The Simpsons, around 30 years. Like this could do the same thing. Mm. So I was pretty excited to watch the newest episode. They did a great job on the voices. I was very impressed and I've got an ear for that stuff. Well, and if, if I was thinking about like Journey... And Allison Chains, if they can replace a full artist, yeah, if they can replace a singer. Yeah, then how hard can it be to find a, a voice replacement? Oh, you can use yeah. AI technology these days too. That's what to I do also that t- thought. Type of stuff. Well, like, tell me, tell me, Allison Chains guy doesn't sound just like Lane Staley, like just. Yeah, you same. cannot tell the difference. Yeah, but you know, you look at like Kermit the Frog as an example. To me, nobody's ever matched Jim Henson. I mm. always will hear Jim Henson's voice and nothing, nothing compares to that. So everyone that I've heard since then is fake to me. Yeah. Even the guy they really, um, you know, applauded and carried around for quite a few years. Who hired this crew? This is undoubtedly the seediest bunch of cutthroats, villains, and scoundrels I have ever seen. So who hired them? But anyway, I was shocked that it was so good. So I actually felt like we needed to throw their names out there if I have them, which maybe I don't. Who'd, who's that? The new, the new guys, because I just was so impressed. Oh, okay. So Morty's played by Harry Belden, and Rick's played by Ian Cardoni. Hey, look, Morty, I'm a leg, a leg, Morty. And these guys are young, like they're really young. So if this turns into a Simpsons esque show that goes on for another thirty years, these guys are going to be around for the whole time. That's cool, and that's cool that they separated the voices because it takes a lot of pressure off them because to to perform. Yeah. And do all those voice lines over and over and over again and they have to do a second voice and yeah. a third voice. Like it could get draining. Tim well, gets yeah. it. Tim totally gets it. He's I a do. performer. <laughs> I do. He's a, he's a performer. Why wouldn't he? It's a lot. It is a lot. Hours yeah. in the studio. And when you don't have somebody and you're playing two roles, huh, tough. My favorite takeaway though was as they were interviewing Dan Harmon and this extensive process they went through to find the right characters, he said they're in the middle of writing season nine. They are just now putting out season seven, episode one. Wow. And they're That's writing crazy. season nine. That's thrilling to me because they're far ahead. That's, and it, sh- it tells me they really have ideas of where they're taking this. Yeah. I'm really excited about this show this, yeah. this next year. It's a nice roadmap. That's awesome. Yep. The first episode wasn't too bad of the new season. I was, I was pretty happy with it. Well, we have some events coming up. MJ, do you want to talk about what we're going to? Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of Halloween, uh, I'll just start with our Pornos for Pyros concert was canceled. So So this happened very fast. One night she texted, we had gone back and forth about Beck. You know, we all did. Who wants to go see Beck? Nobody wants to go see Beck. Well, I kind of want to see Beck. 
it just sat out there forever. And then one night MJ goes, Hey, you want to go see porno for pyros? She goes, I'll pick up those tickets. If you pick up Beck tickets. Okay. So I jumped online, pick up Beck tickets. She jumps online, picks up porno for pyro tickets. And they were going to be playing on October 27th, next Friday. So we were looking forward to doing that. Duchess did not want to attend that, so it was just going to be the three of us. And then I got a notification on a Friday that the show was canceled, and they canceled most of of the shows on the tour. I think they just weren't getting the ticket sales. Yeah. So I wanted to look at seeing to replace it, and I kept getting those advertisements for the Empire Strips Back. That whole Star Wars. um, Yes. What is that called? Burlesque. Burlesque show. And it is on my Facebook feed now that we talked about it. It shows up every day. Yes. Yes. So (laughs) we're going. We're going. That's awesome. We're going on this. We're going on the 27th. We kept that date. Yep. So uh, we're going to grab some dinner beforehand and go see a show. I was a little surprised how fast it all came together because I was booked. I had just a lot of little, you know, personal things going on. Yeah. Yeah, You know, we all have it. Yep. And she, she's pinging me. Do you want to do this? And it was just quick, like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm already available that yeah, night. I'm already we're free. like, we're already yeah, yeah. available. Yeah. So Duchess yeah. agreed to go now. She's she's in. So this should be. Uh, so where's it at? I don't know. It's at the Senate Theater in Detroit. Very cool. Okay. Where's the Which, Senate Theater? You know, I don't think I've ever been there, but. Is it a fancy was, name for a strip club? I was texting with the Duchess. No, it's a small theater. No, it's small. I was yeah. texting with your wife about dinner beforehand and all of the restaurant hits were in Mexican town. So I think it's right in, you know, right in the heart of that. Great. I've never been there. It's probably old and beautiful. I I told her, she's like, she wants to eat Mexican somewhere downtown Detroit. I'm like, listen to her. She knows where all the best places are, wherever she says we're going. Oh my God. I'm glad she responded to you. Because she didn't let me know that. (laughs) Well, she checks with me first. Well, yeah, but you guys are, you guys are also going to be right by the train station, which the now that that's redone, that'd be oh. really cool to just drive by and take a peek at. Oh, it's Tell so me pretty, that yeah. isn't gorgeous. Yeah. So lovely. Yeah. I'm glad you're, they're rebuilding. If you're eating dinner down there, you're across the street. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a quick, which isn't quick, long story about an event I went to. That <laughs> is it a really story? built up. Yeah, I am. I, I actually, I need your feedback from all of you on this to see. I'm going to tell you the full story, and I want you to give me... Your unfiltered, because I haven't told either of you the story. Ooh. I want your unfiltered, real response to what you think happened. Okay. 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 And I'm not joking. I want to know the truth. Okay. I want to know if I'm a stalker or not. Okay. Oh. Right. Okay. So my buddy Jerry uh, wants go. to go see the Rhythm Corps at St. Andrew's Hall. And I love St. Andrew's Hall. Yeah. And I love music. Yeah. And I know I'm going to go get baked. It's not a big deal. We're going to have a great time. I'll listen to live music baked all the time. Sure. So, yeah, I'll go with you, buddy. So we go, we get to the, the upper balcony seat where it's, you know, this big U shape over the, the stage. It looks fantastic. They remodeled the bar in the back upstairs. It's gorgeous. Oh, really? St. Andrew's Hall looks so good. I, I hit my joint a ton before we walk in, sit down, the opening band's about to come out, and Trudy Daniels from, previously from The Riff, currently WLLZ and The Drew and Mike Show. We've talked about her before. Of course. Yep. She comes out, and I, and I told you how I did my whole... Um, algorithm question with yeah. her and she gave me neil young and everything i'm a fan yeah, yeah. right i've yeah. been i've been listening to that show for almost 30 years now mm-hmm. big fan she comes on stage to introduce the band and we're on the second floor and i'm in the back corner there's nobody farther away than i am but there happens to be a light right above me and as soon as she steps on she's like hi i'm trudy daniels i jump to my feet 
and I'm pretty sure the light looks like a spotlight on me. And I started going, Trudy! <laughs> like, I was so excited. I am clapping. I uh, I was over the top. And I'm stoned. <laughs> so are you. I don't think she was. She might have been a little tipsy because her and D were out that night. But So I immediately whip out my phone, and I, I have no idea how to get a hold of her. So I go to Twitter, and I, she's on there. She's responded to me before on Twitter. So I send her a direct, uh, not a direct message, I'm sorry, because I don't really know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really great at social media. Tell us how old you are without telling us oh, how old Jesus, you are. You should have right? went to Instagram and Messenger. I should have. I didn't do this well. That's all right. I'll tell you. And I kind of panicked because I knew I was on on the clock. And wait, and before I give you any tips, I'm going to pull that back because I don't know if you're a stalker yet. Yeah, please. <laughs> you have to consume the full story first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before I start giving, yeah. So again, tippies. To me, like if I bumped into her at Target, I wouldn't stop her. Like I saw Jim Harbaugh once. I didn't stop him. I saw, I actually saw, you know, when we did our top three people we'd like to meet? Mm-hmm. One of mine was Mark. Uh, from the Drew and, Mark show, yep. Drew and Mike show, Mark Fellhauer. I actually saw him one time at uh, 7-Eleven in Royal Oak, and I didn't stop him because I didn't want to be a dick. But here we are. We're out and about. She's on stage. Like, if there's anywhere I'm going to meet her, this is the place. So I, I sent her a tweet. I'm like, who else do I know? How can I get a hold of her? So I tweeted also the Drew and Mike show separately. I tweeted Mark Fellhauer, which I've never before. This was my first time, and it was just kind of like a hail mary. Yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna ever message you once, like, could you maybe come through for me? Not that he owes me anything. I was just hoping. Yeah, you know, being the president of his fan club, I was hoping maybe he would see that <laughs> and throw throw Duke a bone. And so then my last was a text to the Drew and Mike show because they have a, a phone line. And I know Brandon there checks it pretty regularly, so I said, brother could really use a hand. I know Trudy is at St. Andrews Hall. I'm at St. Andrews Hall. If there's anything you do so I could do just a quick, quick meet and greet. Like, I just want to, I don't really need a picture. Just want to shake her hand, thank her, like, meet her. And that was it. Nothing. It's just chirping. I don't hear anything. Night goes on. I leave. Get in the car, and I'm, I'm disappointed with myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm upset. You should have hopped the balcony. <laughs> Broke both my legs. <laughs> Jesus. Then she would know you were a real fan. Then she would have come out. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I really was disappointed with myself. I thought I had more riz than that, and I don't. I'm surprised at you that I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt to be honest. I thought more of myself, and I thought I was disappointed. I didn't have the the social structure to be able to make that happen. I was disappointed. So we get in the car, and I'm telling my buddy Jerry the whole thing on the way home. He's like, well, I'm not going to lie. You sound like a stalker. I'm like, don't be a dick. He's like, I'm serious. He was like, that, that's a lot of reaching out to a woman. I'm like, but she's famous. She's here. Like, if I'm going to meet somebody that's whatever. She has a fan base. You're, her, you're part of it. All right. So, I mean, that's, that was my feeling. So I get home, tell my wife. She's like, that's horrible. Like, she doesn't say it, but she's like, I could tell by her face, like she was embarrassed, <laughs> right? She's like, she just looks at me like that's a that's a little much. Like, All right, whatever. So I happen to be listening to the show the next day, Drew Mike show, because I always do. I'm a fan. <clears throat> Drew starts asking Trudy about her night, and she goes into this detail about how she came on stage and introduced the band, and her and her friend D went to dinner and they had drinks and they got lost in an Uber and blah blah blah. And Drew's like, "What time did you get lost in the Uber?" She's like, "Oh, it was at like 10. He's like, "Whoa, I don't I don't understand. Like, back up this time frame." It turns out like she 
introduced that band and then bolted. Mm. It was gone. So from my point of view, it looked to me like Drew or somebody at the show had reached out to her like, hey, there's a fan there. Like, do you have time? And she was probably like, I already left. Okay, well, this, we won't do anything. That's what I'm thinking happened in my mind. I don't know if that's for sure or not. But for Drew to bring that up on the show and so specifically pull out the time where you can see where I tweeted it, I was thinking maybe he's just doing that to me as fan service to let me know that they weren't standing me up. It made me feel better. So I tell my wife, I'm like, I just listened to the Drew and Mike show, and this is what they said. And I was all proud. She's like, you are out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> they did not say that for you. Yeah. They could care less. And to be honest, nobody probably read your shit. <laughs> and again, that was a blow. Like, all of a sudden, that whole Riz conversation that I don't have, it hit me all over again. And I was just as disappointed. Uh, so how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stalkerish was that of me? I, How many people did you contact to try to get over her? Four. Okay. Trudy, Brandon, Mark, and then the Drew and Mike show. So four complete text slash. I don't feel like the Drew and Mike show counts. So but it was all through social media with the exception of the Drew and yeah. Mike's standard number. Yeah. Nah. I Listen, man, so. I, I'm, I'm more upset that you didn't take a chance to... to Talk to Mark at 7-Eleven. <laughs> well, I just didn't want to slow down his day. I know how much he has to do. I know how hard fucking editing is. So believe me, he I, had shit to do that day. Yeah. He has two shows, not just one. Understandable. But I if, think if you would have jumped the, the, right way. the balcony. Jump the balcony. Jump the fucking balcony. And if he would have, then that would have been stalkerish. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would have tipped the scale. I want to party with you. <laughs> I guess I, like, in all honesty, I don't know what the fan base is like, right? Do they still have a very big like, oh, yeah. following? The Huge Drew? following. Yeah. Huge following. And I'm not saying that was the other thing. They're classic Detroit. They are. They are, but they, they're, they're streaming only now. So? They still have their classic Detroit fan base, though. I, I think they have. I a, mean, look at this guy followed them. Yeah, yeah, I, and I, 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 he's I, one of many. I go out of my way to try to bring in more fans. Like I talk about it at work, I make Facebook posts. <laughs> like I love that <laughs> show. Do. They make you wet. They do. <laughs> like if I could get wet, Gross. That, and it wasn't diarrhea, it would be them helping me with that. Wow, <laughs> um, too much. Oh man, that was a blow. Really, that was a blow. Tim? So yeah, what? Come on, Tim. Too much. Too much. You don't even know what too much means. <laughs> That's something somebody else said to you once, and you're just trying to repeat it. You ain't got no style, motherfucker. (laughs) True words never been said. Well, then the following week, less than a week later, I went to see the Eagles and uh, Steve Miller Band. And it was supposed to be... um, When are you talking about? Last Friday. The hell? How did you enjoy Steve Miller Band? I've seen Steve Miller Band before. I saw him in 2016 in North Carolina and he killed it. It was outside Pavilion, kind of like Pine Knob. I fucking loved it. So I, I knew what to expect. I was excited. It was supposed to be Steely Dan, and Steely Dan canceled at the last minute. I don't know why. So they hurried. I don't know if they hurried. I'm throwing that word around. Sure, like, sure, sure. Like I know the backstory. But they got Steve Miller Band at the last second to come join them yeah. for this. So Steve Miller Band opens up. It's a four piece band, right? Steve Miller. 80 years old, still playing that guitar himself, every fucking note, and he's crushing it. Jesus. Sang really well, but what I found found funny is they sang one of their famous songs, Jet Airliner. Such a good song.
such a good song. They play three more songs, and then Steve Miller Band talks about how songs age. And people might not like these anymore, um, how they've changed, but over the years, they tend to change. It's not like they were when we wrote them, you know, 50 years ago, 60 years ago. And he gives an he goes, I'll give you an example. And he starts playing this acoustic version of a song. You can't even quite tell what it is, but he plays the whole thing. And as he gets into the hook, then you realize what it is. But it was Jet Airliner again. Mm. And it was great. They did a good job. But to play two of the same songs within... Yeah, the Four same. songs? That's yeah. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that done before, and I didn't know if it was because he was 80 was like, or it was because it was their last second. Like, hey, we need sure. your last second. We're out of practice. We don't know the order of these things. Yeah, and yeah. he kind of just messed up. I don't know, but either way, I enjoyed Steve Miller band. That's awesome. Great. I also did, the reason I was bringing up that was because I had tweeted Trudy. <laughs> Again? I was like, hey. I'm going to be at the Eagles. <laughs> I gave her like a little <laughs> winking emoji, like a ha ha or a laughing emoji. That's what it was. Um, so did she my respond opinion, back? She did not. My opinion of you is changing. <laughs> so now stalkers. Story continues. But I knew she was, I knew she wasn't going to be there. I was being funny, but either way, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, don't be like <laughs> an asshole. No, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm never messaging them again. I have so much stank on me at this point. I feel horrible. I feel like messaging her tomorrow and like getting in contact with her and be like, hey, how are you? So you're going to take over the stocking? Yeah, please do. Please do, because it's not going to be me. I will just listen <laughs> quietly and still applaud, but be like, my buddy Duke really wants to meet you. Oh, I'm never. I'm, I don't think I can even make eye contact her. I'm so thoroughly embarrassed at this point. Don't worry. He won't get a boner when he sees you for the first don't time. Don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> do not make promises you can't keep. Just wear big pants. But uh, <laughs> parachute pants. <laughs> just to tie up that story. I hate your face. <laughs> just to tie up that story. The Eagles were really good. Joe uh, Walsh. Sweet. Joe yeah. Walsh Still is a fucking it. legend. So we talked about him last year um, when Taylor Hawkins had passed away. Yep. They did the tribute concert, the two shows. And one of the shows the James Gang played at, which originally came on the scene in the late 60s, and Joe Walsh was the lead singer of that band. So... Joe Walsh came out of retirement from the James Gang. They brought the James Gang back together. They played live. They sounded great, and I wasn't really familiar with their music, so I kind of got into it. So then to have the Eagles come out and be able to go see Joe, Joe Walsh live, and he sang two of his old songs... I really enjoyed it. That was a fun, fun show. That sounds like a mm-hmm. good show, yeah. You lucked out. You remember I told you I saw them, their Hell Freezes Over tour. That's cool. How yeah. long was that? Park. When was that? Oh my gosh, I think I was... 2000s? 21. 20, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you throw your panties on stage? No. Gross. No. I mean, not... Really. We had really great seats, too. And my, mo- my mom and I was like... Saying everything. Did that's your mom why, throw her panties on stage? That, that, no. That's why it would have been gross because she was with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. There was a. I found some old video of Axel on stage from uh, right when they were blowing up, and they, it showed their first four songs of a set, and the the second or third song was "It's So Easy." And Axel has the mic down. He's not looking. And he's just about to pull it up to his face. And as he's doing it, some chick throws her thong up on stage. And it hits the mic. And it 
goes like up over his face as he's bringing the mic up so fast and he just like throws it out of the way and keeps singing. So fucking funny. Dang. So fucking funny. I wonder if it, if it was scented. That's how he got crabs the well, first time. Thanks for the lame ass security. I'm going home. Right after he got the panties in the face. That's where he went. <laughs> Dudes, did you see the panties I got in my face? Unsolicited panties in my face. Well, I want to get back to Halloween stuff. I took us off Ugh. topic there. MJ, I know you watched a few other horror movies. What I have did. You been watching? I did. Well, I um, have, I picked X and Pearl. X is the name of a horror movie? X is the name of a horror movie. Pearl, they're kind of related, if you will. And the director is Ty West. Okay. And there's another new movie that's going to be released soon called Maxine that's part of this, and it's going to be a trilogy at that point. Oh, so they truly are wow. tied together. I yes. thought you meant they were like similar. Yes. So X and Pearl are part mm-hmm. of a trilogy. Yes, and it's uh, Mia Goth. Is Who's that? She's just a new, somebody new. horror movie actress. Okay. okay. Am I good at screaming? Um, I think I am good at screaming. I can scream for you. Let me, let me hear you. And I really enjoyed her playing this character. Yeah. So Pearl is where she's young. She it's back in the thirties or her husband's off at war and she's living with her mother and she's greatly unhappy because she wants to be famous and be a singer and but she's fucking sadistic because she's just stuck on this farm and it's during some sort of a flu or something because people were masked up when she went into town. Oh, okay. So I think that's partially why she was stuck on the farm as much as she was was because there's also this disease that people. So is it part of the movie that there's something else going on or is this just trying to be with the times and it's they just were... it's just kind of it's what's going on in okay. the times and gotcha. partially why she's kind of stuck back here and doesn't have any outlets of friendships and things like that right but it's you know she kind of starts out just she kills animals really easily on the farm oh. sadistically and she's just unhinged so that's okay. that's pearl And then X is sort of, I feel like the scenery looks a little like Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre a bit, where it's a farmhouse way out in the boons. And it's actually Pearl is still living there now with her husband, but they are old. They're very old people. But then there's a a group of, of, they want to make a porno. And so they have a house for rent and they rent it from... Pearl and her husband. Farmer's daughter, take one. I need to be famous, Wayne. All the best people are. There ain't nobody else out there like you. You know why? Why? Because you got that X factor. Our days of struggling may soon be over. Hollywood, here we come. Oh, this is it. Our own studio backlog. You're looking for a place to stay. Oh, yes, sir. That's one ugly song, bitch. And my wife, Pearl, is next door. So I would appreciate a little discretion. He don't know what we're doing, does he? Well, it's better to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. Would you like to... Come inside. What's a blast? 
I want to be in the movie. Well, you can't. The story can't just change midway through. If Daddy catches us, there's no telling what he might do. My wife is not well. It happens after dark. Inside. What do you think is on it? I see one goddamn fucked up horror picture. And then Pearl becomes very obsessed with these young people fucking everywhere. She's like spying on them and watching them make this porno movie. And it's making her angry. It's like... She's already a disturbed woman. Right. So then she just sort of starts going after all of these youngsters one by one and picking them off. So if if a director came to your house, like, I want to shoot a porn in your house, Tim. Oh, they didn't. They weren't honest about it. Oh, okay. They lied to them. That's I was going to say, I don't know that I want all these people fucking in my house. That doesn't sound like it. Uh, But, but. There is a price point. Mm-hmm. And it's set like in the 70s, right? So oh, okay. it's like when probably more porn movies were coming out on the market and being made. Yep. Now, so Now in Pearl, Pearl was the first movie. Mm-hmm. So what is, so she's killing animals in that movie. What else is she oh, doing? Oh, she, and she ends up killing her mother. Oh, cool. And I think her husband comes home, (laughs) like arrives home and catches her. And the end of this movie, they talk about this a lot, this particular end scene at the end of Pearl, this really weird smile that she has on her face that just looks like... Creepy? (laughs) It's super creepy, yeah. It's just like the eyes are not with the smile, and the smile just looks more uncomfortable and... I want to see that movie. Unhinged. Yeah. Again. That's so the only like word I can think of. That's what you had to say. Like Musty Spears. <laughs> so it's not a jump scare type of like horror movie. Like it's a mind bend, mind fuck type of horror. It, I would definitely. I mean, it's definitely got the killing and the, you know, things where you're like, oh God. Yeah. Does she I run like around with though. scissors like Brittany? Or like knives? Knives like Brittany. <laughs> she does, of course. Makes sense. So I enjoyed those. Nice. That's awesome. And I'm looking forward to seeing Maxine now. So one thing I was really disappointed in with the Friday the 13th movie, um, at least the first four and a half that I watched, was the lack of nudity of what I had remembered and, and expected. Mm. So how was Pearl and X? I mean, if, there's, if they're shooting a porn in the house, I'm assuming there's a lot of boobs hanging around. There is. And Brittany Murphy <gasps> plays one of the girlfriends, and she's part of the how porn movie. How old is movie. this movie? This is like within the last 
couple years. You and Wait, look that who's up Brittany Murphy? Why am I getting her confused? Brittany Murphy is the one. She's the blonde that was in. Uh, oh gosh, did you see Pitch Perfect? <laughs> <laughs> she was one of the first two girls oh. that led the. I was led the singing group. Was she in Pearl or X? I know who you're she's talking about. She's in both of them. I know oh, who you're talking shit. about. I was thinking. Are you talking about Mia Goth? Oh no, I'm sorry. Brittany Murphy. No shit, I said the That's wrong who, name. Yeah, I was gonna say she Thank died you. years ago. No, who am I? Brittany something. She's dead. Brit- oh no! I hope somebody tells Suzanne Summers. Ah oh, fuck! Did you really? <laughs> Had to bring it up now, huh? Uh, <laughs> what? You're not happy about it? No, I loved Suzanne Summers. Growing up, I watched Three's Company with my mom. Listen, man, I get it. I used to watch Britney Three's Company. Snow. Britney oh. Snow. My bad. Yeah. And Jenna Ortega was in it as well. I like her. She was a little surprise. She gets killed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Interesting. Kim okay. Cuddy. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, I'll check that out. I don't care to see her naked. Oh Is no, that, show me a picture. They show me a goths. They show me a goth off. Huh. I don't Where know. That? Britney Snow? Yeah. Is that Britney Snow? Yes. I'll check her out. Yeah. I'll be the judge after the fact. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, I don't ever, I can't say I want to see somebody naked or not until after the fact. Till you've seen them naked? Yeah, then you can decide. Then I, you can say, I should yes, have done that. I would see that again. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have looked. Oh, Jenna really? Ortega, actually, she's actually, there's a scene, because she's originally, her and her boyfriend are filming, and she's holding the boon, and she's a little sexually confused about this whole porno experience. And then as she's observing it, on the film crew, she wants to get to be part of the film next. I'm here for the gangbang. Exactly. Yeah, so they were like, "Yeah, let's write her into the script." Mm-hmm. And the first scene, they she they oh, show her on yeah. the bed oh, yeah. on all fours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got underwear on that say Tuesday, which I thought was really <laughs> really awesome. quite amusing. That's awesome. <laughs> Wonder what day that was in the script. It was. I, probably not Tuesday. Probably not. <laughs> that was something extra they added to the character. Really, it adds more depth. She got killed on Tuesday. You know Tuesday. what I'm referring to, though, about her being Wednesday Adams, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Ortega. Okay, that now was that's it. what I thought was humorous. Oh, that's even funnier because now. because she played Wednesday Adams, and that was just a little kind of... Jenna Ortega. I haven't seen the Wednesday. Okay. I need to, I've heard that show's good. Tim liked good. it. Season two's coming out. I liked it. We I like on our show that MJ throws out all these horror videos and I trailers know. and shit in our in our group chat. <laughs> Tim sends one the other day. <laughs> Mine was awesome. What was it called? Slaughterhouse. Yeah, slaughterhouse. <laughs> one word. <laughs> Which I am gonna watch. Not slaughter. Sloth. Slaughterhouse. Yep. It's about a sloth going around killing people. Yep. In at a sorority. a sorority house. You had me at sorority. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm in. I could watch this. You're like, there's probably titties. And they're like, it's a sloth. It doesn't look like it though, which sucks. I don't it's know. Probably it's... trying to attract some kids. Uh, <laughs> it want... looks hilarious. That's a sloth. If you're interested, I could sell you that one. They're really that slow? Maybe they just tricked us all. In the jungle, she's a beta. But out here, she's an alpha. Alpha? Good to 
is a wild animal. You don't even know what it eats. Alpha? It's a slaughter house. Oh, God. Alpha! looks pretty bad. What? I mean, in the best of ways. In the best of ways. The best of ways. I, that's why we need to have a, think, a live watch party. Think of the claw on that motherfucker. Claws. Claws. Right? I know. You'd think you would get startled and just be able to move very quickly and away from the situation. Here think you comes could, the I have to see could, how this sloth pulls this off. You think you could hear his nails across the hardwood floor? No, because they move so <laughs> s- slowly. <laughs> What is this one's a fucking demon sloth and it moves quickly? I don't think it does. I think it's, it's a that sloth. slow. There's a there's a spot in there where some woman's screaming. Do you see how fast it's moving? Yeah, it's just a sloth. Did you see how fast that thing moved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it I'm, does move fast. I'm kind of excited. It's gone. It doesn't speed. sound realistic to me. <laughs> no shocker. Yeah, <laughs> low budget slaughterhouse. It's gonna be fucking. This great. isn't a true story. <laughs> Based on a true story. Did it really happen? Well, Tim, I was thinking all things Halloween the other day because we have a party coming up and I miss your your epic parties. So Um, do I. Yeah. But I was curious, last year you dropped this bomb on us when we were talking at Halloween that you don't carve pumpkins with the kids. You use those styrofoam ones? I mean, no, we still carve pumpkins, but um, they're fake. I mean, I, I don't carve pumpkins myself. I don't carve intricate pumpkins every year. We 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 have fake pumpkins that we carved. I carved years ago that have been carved intricately, and we put them out every year. Yeah. But each year we still go and buy regular pumpkins. The kids carve them in whatever they want to carve them. It does not matter. Oh, and okay. that's that. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, Last year you we left out it. that part of the detail. <sighs> you said we don't carve pumpkins at all. See that or I got interrupted before I finished. And it's probably equal parts of both. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of getting interrupted, uh, the Duchess was so mad about your story about Joe. She was mad at MJ and I. She's like, you guys just don't let him talk. Thank you. She goes, I am so mad trying to hear the end of this story, and you just keep interrupting him. And then he gets to the end of the story, and I'm so mad. That's how it ends, and I wish you guys would have, you know, corrected him. <laughs> like we did. Corrected him. <laughs> like, as we go. I thought that corrected was so him. funny. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Duchess. Are you guys doing any uh, Halloween events? Yeah, I think we got a couple of things planned for the kids, the family. Um, but, I, you know, everyone's just looking forward to the, the good old neighborhood Halloween night, as long as the weather stays nice. nice. I'm sure it won't. It always turns yeah. miserable just in time for Halloween. Yep. yep, we got all the decorations up. People coming over to the house now. Nice. Comment on it, so everyone's looking forward to it. But You have a lot of stuff out? I've got decoration like, wise. I've got half of our stuff out right now. There is a and it's a lot. There's a house that I walk past all the time. This guy has a really great like porcelain pumpkin collection. No, oh. and he Sounds always fabulous. does different things in his front yard to display them. Yeah, and most of it's on the ground because they're pumpkins. Yeah, but he has a couple where they've got some skeletal bodies about them and. They're not obnoxious. They go just right with the whole motif and nice. kind of break up that line. Nice. I really, I took a couple snaps to, because I just like it. It's That's neat. Awesome. I like some simplistic, but yep, 
Oh, I love just seeing the decorations, the people that do it. Like I went to, um, I went to the dispensary this today out mm-hmm. in Wild Lake and they got skeletons hanging from the side of the building. It, it looked great, man. Yeah. yeah. And they got it all decked out inside. They got the, you know, fake cobwebs and stuff. One of my yeah. wife's friends, <clears throat> our neighbor, Tara. Um, what? I'm sorry? Our neighbor, Tara. Not your Tara, different Tara. <laughs> She, she has a Halloween party every year. Demons. We're going to this year, and she does an incredible job decorating. Like they, they go all out with their uh, costumes. Like it's, it's legit. I don't know. Nobody I know throws Halloween parties. I haven't been to one in so long. Come with us. You'll have fun. It'll be great. We're gonna, we're gonna dress up. She, uh, I gave the Duchess choice. I said, "What do you want to do this year?" Sexy cop. Yeah, want to be a sexy cop. <laughs> She's going to be, she's like, can we go as like a, a, a couple thing? I'm like, like, cause I always get, would get stuck it's with hard, a stupid yeah. one. Right. And I'm like, well, what are you thinking? She's like, well, I've always wanted to go as Wayne and Garth. That's just really sad. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. That's simple. Jeans and a black shirt and a hat. And yeah. It's not that simple. Well, that's where I see things just a little differently. Wayne? Oh. Why isn't it that simple? Have you been Wayne? Party I, on, I Garth. I have not. Well, but there's more details that you you have to... A Dixie cup for Garth. Because if you're going to spew... Spew into this. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm prepared. Okay, good. And I'm going to drive up in my Pinto. Who's playing? Are you playing Wayne? <laughs> you got a Pinto? I'm playing Wayne, yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Is she <laughs> is she going to have the Garth face on the whole time with the lips? I think so. <laughs> She's going to give it a whirl. We're going to see how good these pictures turn out. You got flannel? I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. I don't need flannel. I'm Wayne. Wayne has a black t-shirt and blue she jeans. She got flannel? Oh, for her, we'll set her up. Yeah. And like I said, my costume's super simple. I can't wait. She's the one who has to do wait. all the work. <laughs> it was either that or I was going to go as deflated Duke and wear all my clothes from last year that I don't fit in that are too big. <laughs> nice. Oh, that would <laughs> be been a good one. Yeah, I, I might do that one at work. Actually. <laughs> wear an old suit. There you go. What was I over here for? I was just over here with the boys. We for come- posters. You're just hanging out That's here right. showing off. You were picking up your portfolio. What else would yeah. it have been? It was always the posters. It's always yeah. the posters. Yeah. But on our way back, we ended up um, going to the, the Halloween spirit. spirit oh, yeah, of the old right art there. van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old art van. That's right. That's <laughs> a big store. It is. The kids get fucking scared out of their wits because they got all the animatronics. Yeah. Right when you walk in the store and they're, they got the step pad set up. And oh, so yeah. this is his first time being in one of these stores. And <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yep. Scared the shit Did he, out of him. Was he traumatized? We're so screwed if it's the Demogorgon. It's not the Demogorgon. <laughs> oh, the oldest uh, hit one of them first uh, and it went off. Right. Mm. And it, it wasn't like scary. Yeah. He was okay with it. Then the youngest hit one. <laughs> and as soon as he hit it, this thing like popped and like jumped like 10 feet in the air. Oh, that'll get you. <laughs> Do you wish he had had a face? They should put a camera there. Oh, he and started sell crying. It like Cedar Point pictures. <laughs> he started crying and his brother was oh. like, it'll be all right, man. <laughs> don't it's be fake. Don't be a pussy. Dad this to, did this to me too. Don't yeah. worry. It's, it's crazy how. It's part of being Tim the Terrible's family. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, you don't need to apologize for anything. Um, it's crazy how elaborate Halloween decorations have gotten. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Yeah, somebody had a light shining in their house that made it look like a, a red spider web, and then this spider would come walking down. It was all light. It was like made it look like shadows and stuff, but yeah. it was incredibly detailed. I was shocked. Cool. There was yeah. a, I saw a video the other day. 
least where actually fire department was called, someone had put flames in their house. <laughs> Made it look like <laughs> And they just did it with like a box fan. Yeah. And like, yeah. It Fabric. Real. Oh, it was completely real. Yeah. That's amazing. That's awesome. I like All that. All right. I love it. I'm ready. You guys good? We ready to smoke some weed? What? We covered a lot of ground there. We did. Quickly. I, I'm excited. We covered nothing well and just sped through everything probably. No. I'll I'm smoke sure. it with you, bro. I feel like that all was right, a buddy. two episode A side. It felt long, but it's all right. We're going to do a tight B side here. That'll be fun. So we're going to smoke some green crack tonight. Let's do a little puff, whoa, puff, whoa. give. You want to play combo for me? About to start a little puff, puff, give in this motherfucker. <laughs> you down? Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. Hold down that blue one again so I can sink just for a second. Let go. Is it blinking? Hold it down longer then. Just like longer, not shorter. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said, hold on longer. He just like, so Ding! happened to take it away as you said oh, that. It says connected. I think I'm in. Dick. Let me try. <laughs> I got him for you, Red. Do you see? What, do you see why Chuck left? <laughs> <laughs> does it all the, come together now? The abuse starts early. <laughs> I know. The good news is that's as bad as it gets. <laughs> that came from three places. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you got double middle fingers. Sure the, the rays of the fingers. We're back. We just got done smoking some green crack. I picked it up today. God damn it. I forgot his name. I want to say it was, I want to say it was actually TJ also. Mm. Or it was JP. That's what it was. Mm. Should have written this like down. Like Morgan. It was JP. <laughs> yep. Just like JP Morgan. Uh, the bank? At. Mm. Oh, shit. What's the name of the place in Selene? Rush. Nope. The other one. Not Rush. That's it. Yes. I don't so, remember. So Rush is newly like, I don't open. Remember. I, I, know, maybe that- I really got to trim that fucking thing. Um, <laughs> Rush recently opened. Rush is cool. I like Rush. And they have some strains there like Michigrown that I totally dig. It's Michigrown's like my favorite shit right now. Mm. Like if we were, if we needed a sponsor for the show and we, I could pick it, it'd be Michigrown. All right. Yeah, you guys. No, I'm not actually looking for a sponsor because we don't do that here. But I, that's how much I like them is my mm-hmm. point. Anyway. But if they so wanted. The, the problem with Rush is their, their prices are just super expensive. And when you smoke as much weed as I do, I can't keep going to Rush all the time. So I go. I go. It's probably on the fucking bag. Oh, man. Oh, you ripped the hell out of that. I label. Sure <laughs> I saw you open it like an animal. I, gotta look. I watched. I did. Well, I was tearing at it. <laughs> L- like an animal. My society. There it is. 
So High Society is also in Celine. So I went there, and that's where I met my boy JP, not Morgan. And I told him, doing uh, a chatty thing, want to be uh, have some giggles thing. What do you recommend? He's like, he said something. He's like, and we also have Green Crack. I was like, Green Crack. I fucking love that shit. Yes. So we got enough. I go, you know what? We need an eighth for the show. Let's go ahead and do another eighth too. Because I like Green Crack so much. So I got two eighths of Green Crack. Uh, and I'm very happy. So good choice. Wonderful. You want to read it for us? Yes, it is. I'll trim the shit out of that. I am so sorry. If that blue oyster shit met that Afghan kush I had yeah. and they had a baby. And then meanwhile, that crazy northern light stuff I had and the super red espresso snowflake met and had a baby. And by some miracle, those two babies met and fucked. This would be the shit that they birthed. All right. Well, let's get into the shit that they birthed. In this case, we're talking about green crack. Um, which, by the way, it does say sativa dominant hybrid that what? was bred by inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> you're my sister. You're my I, sister. I was well, and oh, after they just talk, talked about making a baby, and if those two fucked. All right, green crack is usually sativa dominant, but there's also a less popular indica heavy version of the strain. Green Crack got its name from Snoop Dogg, though it's also known as Green Kush, or simply Kush, among smokers who prefer not to reference cocaine. This highly addictive strain, blah, 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 massively potent. Oh, my gosh. Yada, yada, yada. Reefer madness. We got high. Uh, Yeah. Oh, here's your part, though, Duke. The high is decidedly cerebral with a big mood boost and a jolt of energy. Check. It spurs Check. creativity and helps patients get things done. We're patients. We are patients tonight. <laughs> Calling Dr. Crack, Dr. Green Crack. I like it's it. It's wonderful. It's good. It I'm, is. I am so fucking happy right now. All right, let's let's we're not gonna fuck around this time to get stuck on an A side for an hour. We're going, which I usually do, we're going right to the B side. What are we playing out with, MJ? We are playing Nine Inch Nails. I'm inspired a little bit by the whole Halloween theme, and I've always found Trent Reznor to be Halloween. In that. Yes, very yeah. much in that kind of feels. Agreed. So the name of the song, will you say it because you have it up? Sunspots. Sunspots. Thank you. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>
Hello, CD listeners. We've come to the point in this album where those listening on cassette or records will have to stand up or sit down and turn over the record or tape. In fairness to those listeners, we'll now take a few seconds before we begin side two. Thank you. Here's side two. Do you remember me telling you about this show? We saw Nine Inch Nails, TJ and I. No, I don't. And there was this woman that kept sitting, coming and standing in front of us in the row in front of us because it was fairly empty. And she was standing there like this, Uh, like she was crucified on a cross. We cracked up. That's amazing. We'll show that something, we'll like. I'm assuming I immediately told you about the chick I saw that was stoned at Primus who had had like dreadlocks and just smelled like she shit herself. And, and just it was she was just sitting there, eyes closed, not moving. And her boyfriend was standing up, just eyes closed and swinging just back and forth, just <laughs> with the biggest fucking open mouth smile I've ever seen. They were on other drugs. Yeah, oh, for they sure, were for in sure. such a fucking good place. <laughs> I want to be in that place someday. She doesn't sound like she was in a good place. No, no, she wasn't. And she, she really, I'm not gonna lie, ruined that fucking show for me. Why? Because you couldn't stop. Because you every smile with her. Every time I think of Primus, I think of her shit ass. You could uh, just smell her. It smelled awful, and uh, she had vomited on herself. Ew. Uh, yeah, there was a lot going on. You couldn't move from that ass. Huh? <laughs> no, it was seated for Primus. Uh, it was packed, sold yeah. out. Um, and there was a good 20 foot ring around her that just stunk like that. So yeah. I wasn't immediately next to her. We did have, like, we had pushed you had everybody, to everybody had push. to push out a yeah, bit. Yeah. Like we were all there together, right? Come mm-hmm. on, go ahead, bring it in with me. I get it. You can get him damn near my lap to give a two seat cushion. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. We need a cushion. <laughs> Gross. Uh, but again, her, my man was there. <laughs> he had so- to be part of the stench then too. Um, probably there was a lot going on. There was a lot going on. I feel like Primus would give me anxiety. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy any of that fucking show. In fact, for whatever reason, I could not hear the lead singer's voice. Mm. So all I heard was the music, um, which is fine. And I know there's somebody out there that loves that fucking Primus. I don't. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't ever have any idea of what song it was. It was yeah. just like. Bass. And then they fucking go into a like a halftime. And they leave the stage and they played some old black and white Popeye cartoons. It was awful. And I'm just sitting there smelling this shitty chick over next to us. Ew. It was just awful. I just wanted to keep bringing her back up. She was never out of the story. She was never out of it. I'll fucking tell you what. This green Nasty. crack or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. It's, it's got me itchy. You're pie, <laughs> you're pie-eyed, Tim. Got you itchy? Yeah. What are you like, what? What does that I mean? Fucking just, I feel like I fucking just had some crack. That's what I fucking feel like. Cush. <laughs> is it your palms that are itchy? You had some cush. That's cerebral. Yeah, fucking. That's funny. Firing on all cylinders, I guess. The face you make when you say "kush," kush, like you're—you <laughs> you don't just say it like it's a normal word yeah. to you. There's she, extra meaning in it when you do it. It's a shit-eating grin. I love it every time. Kush. There's a little bit more lips. There's a little bit more kush. Yeah. A little more push. Yeah. In my kush. <laughs> Secretly, write that on a gravestone for you. Oh, I would kush? take that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the title? M. Kush J. Yes. 
that it, that it, that it, that'd be her forever 20, smile. 24. Her forever smile. 22, 24. <laughs> I meant to give you 200 years instead. I made it next year. <laughs> Sorry about that. Dang. <laughs> I tried to make you almost like a vampire. Ooh. Forever. But then I'll have a Val- Van Helsing after me. I think you'd do all right with it. I think you'd hold your own. I think it's a well, He's got to find you. Yeah. That's half the battle for him right there. I'll just go latch on to Lestat and Louie. <laughs> oh, it is very high energy music. <laughs> Duke suggested yesterday, because I told him, I was like, I have that first one picked out, which was that one. I knew that yeah, one yeah. I wanted to play. TJ just so happened to be playing that album this last week, and I felt like I hadn't listened to Nine Inch Nails in a while, and sure. that is a really good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what inspired that. When you want to kill and, something. Um, yeah. I'm a little hit and miss with Nine Inch Nails. Like, mm. I like some of the classics. Um, I've seen him live a couple times. Yeah. He's a burner for me. After that album, I wouldn't say I followed him much. It did start to get a little repetitive after yeah. that. But he, I mean, there are songs that when you hear, it's like, yes, mm-hmm. I was ready yeah. for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get you. I thought there. it was really different in the night when it came out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I thought it stood alone in. Com- I mean, that I knew of at least from well, I, my I, music yeah. knowledge. I still remember standing in my dorm room. We were at Eastern. I faced out from Pittman on the fourth floor, and I just I remember looking out that window, getting ready to go out that night, listening to Nine Inch Nails. And it was um, that whole album. What was the? It was like his first or second album. I can't think what it was called. Had like a hole. Yeah. I think yes. that's the name of the album too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had like the blue. No, I'm thinking of the Alice in Chains cover. But yes, it was Nine Inch Nails. It, it was blue and pink. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, that was a great album. I fuck. That is a great album. And the album after that was also, oh, Pretty Hate Machine. Oh, Pretty Hate Machine. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. He had a lot more good music than I remember. That was the very, I think that album predates the Downward Spiral was after that. Well, Axl Rose. That had Head Like a Hole on it. Yeah, I loved Head Like a Hole. Is Downward Spiral. Is that the album you had? I had that on CD. CD's nuts. Every time. That's a major bird. Can't help it. Can't help it. It just comes right out. <laughs> um, oh, Axl Rose was so. Oh, we're en- off of Trent Reznor. No, we're not. Oh. Axl Rose was so enamored with what Trent Reznor was doing with Nine Inch Nails that he kicked Slash out of the band of Guns N' Roses. What? Because. That's what he wanted. He wanted something that was more Nine Inch Nails sounding. He wanted that industrial. Yeah, so he uh, failed miserably at it. Like, he tried to do it in a few songs and couldn't. In fact, they released one recently. I want to say I can't. It's off the top of my head. I want to say it was called Absurd, and it's awful. It Mm. is fucking awful. Is it absurd? It is. But you you hear the Nine Inch Nails wannabe in it. You hear that he's going for that sound. Mm. He's failing miserably, but that's what he wanted. I feel like he tried to do something different with "Use Your Illusion." Was the first time I heard him try to them try to break a little bit of that mold. Are we done with Trent Reznor now? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. We're just con- we're conversating. I'm I don't know. Left with Trent. <laughs> Why, we never left you. Trent. It was supposed to be a bird. He's obsessed. <laughs> Looking at me. So wait, did Trent Reznor ever? 
We don't have collab with them. No. Okay, I, I didn't think so. Not that I know of. I shouldn't say like no a, so adamantly. I don't he, think so. I think he does all of his shit himself too Stop in the recording studio, right? Stop looking at me, Swan. Oh man, she's hitting him hard. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> You want to go for a walk? No, you guys you want both some just fresh keep air, looking buddy? at me like I've got something well, to give to this fucking conversation. AJ and I are locked eyes together <laughs> telling stories and talking, and you just keep saying, stop looking at me. <laughs> you guys are on this Trent Reznor kick. <sighs> hey, it was we a brought nice story. an Axl Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who, if you recall, could, in his height of his career, oh sing at a God. much higher octave than Mariah Carey. I wish oh. I had a yeah. new fact that wasn't true, but... Oh, I I got, we got plenty of those. It's been a while. I don't have anything, do you? What are you chewing on? I was depositing. Oh. Um, <laughs> you just jerked off in your house. Ew. <laughs> don't do that. I'm sorry. There's Is that no frowned upon? In the lounge. Is that frowned upon? There's no jerking off. In the, if anybody's jerking off down here, it's going to be me. Yeah, there should absolutely be a sign on the wall that says that. No jerking. <laughs> we'll work it in. We have, we have time for that. Could have been so terrible because I just took a sip. <laughs> that was oh, fucking coming out. That's buying a whole new mic. That's uh, awful. You're about to be a squirter. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Would answer the age old question is it really pee or not? I remember a buddy, I don't think it answers it at all because it, it's water coming out of your mouth. Touche, touche. I remember a buddy asking me one time, he's like, Hey man, like when we have sex, like she just like wets the bed. He's like, I don't know, what is that? And I, I don't know, I have no idea. And he's like, like, like a man's gonna know about right. the yeah. Well, and this is before the internet, right? This is this is And that's I'm pretty sure it. they're not seeking anatomy right. out. So that was my point. At. Like today we're used to Googling everything. But back this was late nineties. So there was internet, but we weren't looking up stuff like that. It's not a question. You're asking the physical education oh teacher that is teaching the sex ed class. Like that is not a question you're asking them. No. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Ramble, um, like if she like ejaculates and there's like a ton of liquid all over my face, like do I need to be worried? Like if it gets in my eyes, Mrs. Gramble? They definitely don't cover no. cunnilingus in sex ed. I'm just going to go ahead and no. make sure I correct that part of your. Well, he told me too <laughs> that he had the first time they like messed around, he had gone down on her and that happened. And it, that's why he was like freaked out. He was like, it was in my mouth. I think I look out my eye. Like I couldn't get the smell out of my mouth. Like it was just, it was there. Like everything I ate for the next week tasted like it. Like it was so awkward. So awkward. And I, I relieved him. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I go, buddy. <laughs> I go, let's just piss. That's cool. She pissed on you. <laughs> See, he is the worst. <laughs> well, I was a horrible friend. You still are. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to rip you, the Band-Aid off. Yeah. yeah. Only you bring weed now, so. It's, yeah. Hey, cooler friend. I've grown up. You have grown up. Now I just tell stories about the horrible things I've done. I don't make new horrible stories. That's okay. Although, when we were at the Eagles... You do have some good stories. Yeah. We're at the Eagles. We're at LCA. Tim, explain how LCA seating is. 
Oh, LCA seating is vertical. Uh, it's scary. It can be. It's not as bad as Kobo. It's scary. You're out of your goddamn mind. What? It can't be as bad as Kobo. This is the most vertical like, seating. It's like <laughs> slalom. Like the. It's like a fucking diamond. Four black diamond. It yes. is straight fucking down. It really is. It's scary. If you're all the way at the top. Just watching the people walk up the stairs. I'm down low. Oh, yeah. Watching them go up. I'm, they're just walking up to their death. Eventually, it just goes dark, and they're gone. You don't see them again. I'm not even kidding. You sit in anywhere in the first two bowls and watch people on the other side walk up. They're just gone. Do they look like they're climbing ladders, too, from that vantage it's a, point? It's a stairway to nowhere. It is the scariest thing I've ever seen. People kept going up. Nobody ever came down. They go to the gondolas. They probably forced them to take an elevator or There's no. I've been up there. There's nothing else up that far. You get to the top, it's a wall. Have you ever gone to the gondolas? That would make uh, me so no, uncomfortable. I would not appreciate the gondola that. I would yeah. never sit up there. There was a point to my story before we got... Oh, sidetracked? Yeah. Tell us about LCA. Apologies. LCA It's vertical. Seating vertical. Is vertical. Yeah. Do you have more to say on it? What is the degree of difficulty? There was a reason that was important. I he's wonder to, what the degree right is. Now. I bet whatever the physics and the architectural math is on it, it's probably maxed however steep it is. I bet you it's, it's like, a lot it, less than like what you think degrees. it is. I'm making that up. It's not. Um, there was a serious. It looks r- like it is, though. Fuck. Why, why? Oh, that's why it matters. I don't do stupid things anymore. Yeah, I do. We're at LCA. <laughs> that verse is like vertical, back. right? Congratulations. Yes. I'm in the. I'm in the the very lowest row section, section 111. Right. Okay. If if these were basketball seats, we're like five, six rows up. Okay. Really nice seats up there. I really enjoy those because you get a nice shot of the stage. You're still above the main crowd. It's nice, but everything else is straight up above you. Like everybody's looking down on you. Mm -hmm. This group of people at the Eagles is fucking ancient. I'm 49 years old. Everybody there's like 70. Right. Nobody's standing up. You're a young man there. (laughs) The Eagles are rocking (laughs) and a lot of people are sitting down. In fact, Joe Walsh goes, you guys can sit down. These next three are going to be ballads. <laughs> but he's t- he's like, we're going to be here till 11. So I want to make sure everybody, you know, is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like Conserve. fucking ridiculous. And I want to smoke a joint. Right. You can't do that. No. How do I do that? Surround it all by all these people. You sit down and smoke it. I'm a professional. I had my joint already. I ripped off the tip because I had already smoked it earlier. So I had the black edge. I rip off that. And I had my later already. And I wait for the song transition because every time there's a song transition, they transition. Like, yeah, they do some clapping. Yeah. It's a little bit noisier, a little the, more physically chaotic. It goes dark for a moment too. Right when the lights come on, when people's eyes are adjusting, I light it really quickly, really nicely. Mm. I take one long drag and no, no smoke is produced. Drop it in my tube. I close it and I sit back and I watch for a few beats. I'm just holding it all in. And I look straight up in the air. I just go. <laughs> this huge plume goes right up. Hot air balloon. And I am so satisfied for no reason. I can't believe you didn't cough. And I, I was so satisfied thinking like, that was really stealthy. Mm-hmm. Right? 
all these people are sitting down. Nobody's moving. <laughs> this whole and the air conditioning there it blows it pretty fast, but it is a huge plume above oh, yeah. me. Yeah. So I do this two, maybe three times during the show. I'm very impressed with myself. We get in the car, and I say to Jerry, I'm like, "Hey, man, like, how stealthy was that? Like, on a scale of one to ten, how stealthy was that?" He's like, "Well, I gotta say, you lighting up the joint when you did it." And he goes through everything that I had thought in my head. Yeah. He confirms. I'm really excited. He's like, "Those were sevens." He goes, "But that plume, that was a four. <laughs> like a four. He's like, man, you just blew that thing up and it just sat over you like it just was there. It was like a cloud over your head. It was like a big neon sight every time, sign like every time the lights changed, it was just glowing. My gosh. Oh, I do stupid stiff every now and then. Stiff. Stiff. I'm surprised someone didn't come down and tap you on the shoulder and ask you for a, for a pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's a lot of oxygen tanks around there. Wow. No, there weren't. I'm just being Dang. facetious, but it was an old group. Ages. I was shocked at how old that group was. I thought there'd be a lot more my age. I would think there was also, I would think it'd be a max. You would think. I was the youngest. I saw one woman that was like 35. I go, congratulations, you win. You're the youngest one here. Because I was the only person even near my age that I saw. Was she with her mom? I would have been. Maybe. Yeah. Well, your mom's cool. She throws her panties on the stage. My mom is cool. She she probably would throw her panties on For the Tom stage. Jones. <laughs> no. That's just not like her gay. Donny Osmond, right? She's rock and roller. <laughs> well played. He's so high. He's missing all the burns. This should be Andrew Dice Clay's all over the place. Oh. Um. So who was your mom's favorites? Like, who did she go see? Did you grow up with music in the house? No, you know, I don't, she never really went to concerts. Okay. My dad wasn't into the, you know, his whole thing with the masses are asses. So they just didn't do that type of stuff. If your dad was to listen to rock and roll, if, like if he had to go buy one CD and I caught him listening to it, I would have guessed it would have been Rush. He seems like a no, Rush guy. No, not at all. Okay. Not at all. I thought there's anything wrong with Rush. He he was into country music more, oh. but when he did listen to rock, he had a good rock and roll record collection that oh, I okay. it had. Dark Side of the Moon, oh, nice. Old Elton John, a bunch of Beatles albums, the Led Zeppelin collection at the time, one through four. Oh wow, he did so, have a nice collection. Yes, it was a very nice collection. So he did have an array of taste. Um, the cars though, I think that's my favorite takeaway from my dad, you know, growing up, my dad listening to that in his truck on the way home from school. (laughs) Did you have a favorite lead singer in the cars? Uh, Rick Ocasek. I don't mind you coming here, wasting all my time. It was the main one, wasn't he? There was two. There was two. Did you know that? I didn't because okay. I wouldn't say at that time I would know bands, but not really pay attention to all of the members. Yeah. Maybe the lead singer is the name that I would know, but not so much other bandmates. I have to say that was one of my proudest moments ever mm. was talking to Jerry. Cause we talk music. We go deep on music and talk about all these old bands and songs and tell facts and I was saying something about the cars and how one of the lead singers had passed away. He's like, what do you mean one of, it's like, it was Rick Ocasek. 
Like, well, yeah, he was one of them. It was the other guy, Ben Orr. He's like, who are you? What are you talking about? Like, Ben Orr. He was the other singer. He was like, he's just shaking his head at me. Like, mm. you're just making this up. I'm like, he sang the song Drive. Who's going to tell you when? It's too He's like, no, that was Rick Ocasek. I'm like, no, it's not. It's Ben Orr. Watch the video. It's a blonde-haired guy. It looks nothing like him. He's really good looking. I'm not judging. I'm just describing. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't hard to do, I guess. Well, yeah, right. when you're comparing him to Rick Ocasek. <laughs> right. He right? nabbed himself a babe, right. though. It's a good-looking one. Oh, he did. good-looking one. She also screwed him as he was dying. But not literally. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, I figured not judging by your face. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Thank you for sharing I like, that. I like Ben Orr. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like how you set me up so that you could come in and be like, listen to how. Well, it supports Jerry, shit though. I know. Jerry didn't know either. So now it makes me feel like it's not as well known. I thought like everybody knew, mm. but you two both really know music well. So if both of you didn't know it, I don't think it's that well known. Mm. Not at all. Is that how we got out of that topic, though, was facts that we don't know are true or not? No. Mm. I heard the aliens in Mexico. That was totally fake. It was cake. What? It was not cake, oh. but it was fake. I thought we established fake. that last time. Yeah. You might have. He said it straight up. He's like, it's fake. fake. And you, what, were you in denial? Listen, there was some stuff and some proof that there was obviously... I believe there's life somewhere out there in the universe of some sort. I don't know what that looks like, but I don't believe there are little aliens in Mexico that looked like cake for some reason to me. They were so tiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepy little fucks. When we do find an alien, it's not going to look like anything we've ever thought they were going to look like. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I think that they are the images that we see are derived from those first person encounters, though. You think it's been first person encounters? I do. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I believe in abduction. I, I don't think anything's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Man, this sucks. How come the visitors aren't coming for him? I think we have to signal them somehow. It's just that and like the paranormal. You okay, Tim? I do feel like that and the paranormal are just, those are real shit. There's too many stories that exist. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? There is just too much. I didn't know you thought the paranormal stuff was real. That's cool. I do. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I don't believe any of that stuff, but I think it's all very interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't don't judge it because who knows what the fuck's real? I don't know. You know, I think that's the thing, right? That's I'm I mean, telling it's, you what's real. I, Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? <laughs> There's something there, right? There's something mm-hmm. that's unexplained happening. There's too much evidence that mm-hmm. that otherwise states that that's you know, yeah, not the case. I mean, people get into paranormal investigating. Like yeah. as it's that's a career choice these Simple days. Simple thing is an well. EVP. You can't tell me that. Hey, like you heard something on that tape. How did that happen? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Nothing was there. Nothing was said. Watch the Conjuring movies. Whoa, I'm not going to watch a movie. Those are <laughs> those are ba- those are about true st- true events, and that's Stop. that Warren and Lorraine. Bobbit. <sighs> I can't remember their last name, <laughs> but they're that they're that famous couple that. 
helped a lot of families and helped rid of paranormal. Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Fuck you guys. Whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Yeah, you two I'm are good. on the same page. And I, I love you both. I just don't agree with you. Oh, you're crazy. And I think you're both a little insane. Whoa, what? <laughs> all right, bro. But I also don't believe in organized religion or anything like that either. So no, that's all. That's, that's all good. And that's, totally. That's manifested. Oh, okay. by humans. <laughs> like Santa that's Claus. Totally different. Yeah, yeah. This is something that's unexplained. It could just be residual energy. I mean, it could. It could be. What are you talking about? Spirits, man. What Winnebago. <laughs> You're discrediting me. I don't like it. <laughs> this is the Halloween episode, correct? Yes. Oh, exactly. are you guys just saying this because it's a Halloween episode? Or do you really believe this stuff? Believe no, it. Oh, I really believe I, I it. I know you both do. Yep. Hmm. I could take you to some places that I don't want to fucking go. But I'll take you there and we can see how it goes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, but why not? Oh, I feel like I'm too high to put together an argument of any sort. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, All right. I'm just happy. You guys are on the same page about something. Well, bringing it full circle. That's why I do believe that the most common image that we see of alien form is because first persons have drawn that up. The little gray. Yeah. Yes. The eyes, the bodies. Every area 51. (laughs) I love that shit. I mean, no. I, I find it interesting. No. I think it's fun. No. I just don't. It's like uh, it's like a conspiracy theory to me. That's what I think of it as. It's fun to think about. It's interesting, and it's fun to draw conclusions from that. And they're they're fun topics. I just I don't. I've never put enough thought into it to really think it's real. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I seek it out because I just yeah. find it so fascinating and interesting. You know what I do with that time? I play pinball. Yes. I seek out yes, pinball machines. Yes, you do that. It's funny. One, of the, one well. of the first books I ever gravitated towards. Oh, my gosh. That startled me for some <laughs> reason. Free time. And I only say that I play pinball. Like, we all have hobbies that we think are cool and different. And you go, do? Yeah. You're just, you like looking at that stuff. I think it's yes. cool. You would never I go like play pinball all day. Stuff. Like, it's different. See, I always used to, like, with my daddy, you always used to watch. Um... Abbott Costello. <laughs> no. Um. It was like, oh my gosh! Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, Rush Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh yeah. You want someone's dad to like Rush? No, I didn't. <laughs> it just felt right That's for both strange. your dads for some reason. But Ripley's Believe It or Not, like that. Mis- I liked that mysterious yeah. aspect, right? With Jack Palance, <clears throat> the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected. These are the kinds of subjects a man named Robert L. Ripley challenged us to believe it or not. Yeah, I remember gravitating when I was a kid. I gravitated towards a book that um, dealt with like the ty- mystery of the Titanic, right? And then oh. um, one was like human combustion, right? Like, mm. Just like, somebody that just combusted. Yeah, just like crazy stuff, you know, like that, and the evidence behind it, and and then again the paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. Aliens, Interesting. all that, all that stuff. Yeah, there's, there's hey, where there's smoke, there's usually fire. The paranormal thing. I remember reading an article when I was a kid. Uh, that Halloween house that they called the fire department on. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was just decoration. 
This is just sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. That's okay. I was just gonna. I just remember one of my original moments with that was I had read an article at a very young, you know, probably 11, 12 or something like that. And it was about this family who was being terrorized by this entity in their home. And it was the most spine chilling experience that was laid out. And then in watching the first conjuring, Right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the door's just opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. It was as I'm watching it, and I kind of, you know, got toward the end and some of the visuals and things, and I was like, I think this is about that story I remember reading as a kid. I didn't remember any of the names. I just remembered they had, like, a picture of their living room because the family was all sleeping in the living room together, trying to just keep everybody corralled. Mm -hmm. And so there was an image of that, and, and that's something that ended up taking place in that and just... It's very unsettling. What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like all the movies where they're trying to sell a house because it's haunted. (laughs) It just makes me laugh. I watched one of those today. You can probably get a good deal in this house. It's haunted. Mm -hmm. But they never disclose it. Like voluntarily, <laughs> the the potential buyer has to like get it out of them a little bit. Yeah, because then, then they have then, to disclose it, and then they don't feel like it's true. So they still like haunted. Okay, I know. they're like, yeah, just a little haunting. Yeah, no big. It's funny in a movie. I always judge them. Like, you should get out of that house. It's haunted. Just leave. Why are you staying there? Mm-hmm. But then in real life, I'm like, there's no such thing. Why am I judging these fake people? Yeah, like the people that live in the Amityville house these days. I have never seen that movie. Why would it, that is based on a true freaking events? It is. Don't do that. I think he's still alive, too, to this day. (laughs) Did you see how scared he he legit was? (laughs) Living in the Amityville house after that whole occurrence. Do you know that whole story? Yeah. Don't don't fucking do that. Like, my wife hates me. Terrorized. My wife hates me for it because because I will watch that stuff. Like I will watch the stuff that I think is like real or is portrayed as real because oh, I understand. Yeah. So you're watching that kind of Amityville, but not a horror movie. No, I will watch every ghost hunter, like mm. poltergeist, like I w- more documentary style. Yep. Oh. And it, and it scares the bejeebus out of me. Yes. But I am just intrigued by <laughs> The evidence, what is found, myself saying, <laughs> I think that's fake, you know, versus, okay, that could potentially be legit. Right. There's a show I was obsessed with for a while called A Haunting. Mm-hmm. There were only a few seasons of it, and it it's disappointing that they ended it because it was so wonderfully done. It was first persons telling their story, but then reenacting occurring at the same time, which, you know, a lot of times that reenactment shit can be shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, But for they sure. did it so well, f- specifically in that show, and there's only like three seasons, and oh my gosh, those are just... Get straight to the nips. Yeah, yeah. Fear. Yeah, straight yeah. to the nips. Straight to the nips. Fear. Yeah, those those you're right. Those reenactments can be horrible. They can so be like so a, cheesy. Some of them, when I watch Dark Side of like The Ring or The Bachelor, yeah, yeah. like 
some of them can be really bad. Sometimes they do a really nice job. Yeah. I found myself watching some of the wrestling ones. I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that. Like, I didn't even really realize they never really showed my favorite wrestler in it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> even though it was about him. <clears throat> Crazy. Well, we overstayed our welcome. Um, I'd like to end on something funny. Does anybody have a, anything they had to talk about or want to talk about? Or should I just rearrange the episode? <laughs> oh, We talked about funny shit right at the start. Oh, I we, have, we, we never talked did. about of B side. We never talked about Brittany and that whole. We didn't have time today. No, we also didn't talk about. Well, yeah, we also touched upon the death of said unfortunate Three's Company. Wow, Suzanne. Summers. We did. We, we you and I talked about it before Duke got here. Right. Well, I don't know if you guys remember when I brought her up <clears throat> last season. Huh? Suzanne I Summers? Thought, yeah, I yeah. thought you. Yeah, we she's been brought that. up a few times. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm a big fan because that was technically my first concert. How old was yeah. she? Uh, 76, I want to say. Too young. Okay. Way too too young, young for her. Yeah. She freaking had the thigh master. Yeah. She, had, she was in good physically fit she, shape. She had cancer. Oh, that'll do it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Very she, sad. Was in, she was in hospice, I do believe. I don't know. Very sad. Yeah. Um, I made a note. He, he said he wanted to start finish on a happy note, <laughs> <laughs> and we went straight to death yep. and cancer. <laughs> it's the Halloween episode. One particle of titanium has a nuclear reaction with the flux capacitor. Carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. <laughs> Fuck you, science. <laughs> So uh, morbid. Speaking of death. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been really fun having yeah. you guys. Oh, man. I'm going to go get on with my seasonal depression now. <laughs> it's kicking in early this year. <laughs> Friday the 13th was oh. just last week. That was damn near. A, that was a Tim's terrible experience. We didn't even know it. He took us right into it. We, <laughs> He dragged us into one. Uh, I didn't want to be there. I made a note in my phone the other day. And this was, oh, I wish I could see the time. How can I not see the time? Oh, you got, you got, you got Duke's walk ideas again? Or oh. Duke's thoughts? Just, I canceled Apple, Apple TV. Oh. Oh, good for you. Oh, do you know what I canceled? You Everything. said you canceled them all. I did. I fucking canceled them all. And then you all. said you had to watch the Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all of them <laughs> So I, I canceled Netflix, Hulu, Paramount, um, Disney, and HBO, or Max, it's now called. The only thing I kept is Amazon because we use Amazon Prime. Sure. Everything else I cut off. And part of it is... I've set up different payments over the years. They're coming from different cards. It becomes a pain in the ass. Um, I don't know why I got to that point. I didn't put them on the same cards. It was just different periods that they came out in my life. Yeah. So it's just weird. So I wanted a clean slate. So I cut them all off. And it's funny. It's the whole family is pissed. I'm like, I don't even know when it's going to turn off. They all had different dates because I didn't get them at the same time. One's going to end on the 12th. One mm -hmm. will end on the 7th. I don't know. We'll see. Don't worry. We'll be tapering. Yeah. So you go to Hulu. If it's not working, go to Netflix. If it's not working, go to one of the others. Like you have options. And it was that so. sounds inconvenient as hell. And I knew it would be for two weeks. But once we got past it and it, it was a clean slate, let's make a choice of what we're going to start. 
Um, so we got to that. We, we're trying the YouTube TV. Mm. We got like That's expensive. 20 days. It's cheaper than what I was spending on everything else. Really? Much cheaper. Well, it's I got hit Hulu with no commercials um, and live TV. Mm-hmm. So it was like, that was like 90 bucks. Oh, okay. So now we're going backwards <laughs> from there. Okay. That was a lot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because cable is cheaper. T- maybe the live TV at? part. No, of course. I, I, I mean, no. It's, it's, probably, it's not cheaper. I don't think it's cheaper. I think it's slightly more convenient. But no, it's, I like. I preferred having Hulu. Like, if I would go out of town because I travel a lot, mm-hmm. I could pull up in a hotel room anywhere. Sure. Uh, if I'm sitting in the airport, I could pull up my phone. I don't do a lot of stuff on my phone, but there has been a pinch where I'm stuck in an airport or staying longer in a hotel, or I can't go to sleep and I want something. Boom. Have it on my phone, or when the power's out at our house, which fucking happens all the time, which is ridiculous. But that's when, like, you just play your phone, and watch a show. Yes, I can do the same thing with cable. I'm, I'm, I'm not making an argument for it because I don't like it myself personally. I don't like any of the models. Yeah. What, what I find hilarious is that that they give you those options, yeah. right? Like they, they piecemeal it so much for you to actually get what you want. Right. Well, it wasn't that I was getting what I wanted. That's that was the oh, problem. I, oh, I know, I know. But I, just with Hulu, right? It was too much. Like you can get the Hulu with commercials, or you can get Hulu without commercials. Right. Right. Like always <laughs> without. Pick so, your poison. Regardless, we get rid of everything, and all of a sudden the family stops like watching TV, and they start doing other things. My kids drawing pictures now that are gorgeous. I didn't even know he knew how to draw. Um, I'm blown away. Uh, other kids. Soccer athletes playing soccer all over the house. He doesn't give a shit anyway. Uh, so it's been interesting. It's, it's been a, we're going to get something else, but I don't know what. But I don't need everything. Right. I just don't have that. I don't watch that much anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But so as all this shit was dying, right? One thing goes out. The other thing's going out. I am on the clock to watch from Friday the 13th. I got to hurry up and get through all those. <laughs> mm-hmm. So four and a half. That was funny. Four and a half. Four and a half. <laughs> Not too bad. Okay. I wanted to tell you guys, this is the last thing. I made a note on my phone Saturday, and it says, Rooster Illusion. Whoa. Do you know what it means? Nope. <laughs> I was hoping you could help me piece that together. High like idea. Gandalf the gay. I don't know. It's just Saturday. No All information. Right. Well, what time did you make it? It doesn't well, say. That's why I was trying was to walking, check. walking, I bet. Oh, for sure was why I was walking. Okay, so you were high. I don't, yeah, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> I don't Duh, remember. No, so Gavin. <laughs> I did that for you. You should even give me the trim version. <laughs> yes. Zero. I don't know that I would have thought of that. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Um, okay. So you were on your walk. Did you have the dog with you? No. Okay. Um no. Well, I don't know. I don't Cock. know. Dick illusions. What was it again? <laughs> rooster. That's illusion. how high I, I am. I don't know. He can't figure it out. No, what was the fucking word again? I think it was <laughs> rooster. Rooster illusion. Illusion. I think it was a lyric in a song I heard. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I wrote it down. Mean? I don't know. Maybe it does mean something about cock. Rooster illusion. Wow. I didn't mean for this to be so obscure. I apologize. I really wanted help with it. <laughs> Kind of a mystery. It's funny. I had it's some words that I had written me. down. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you make notes now? Uh, I always make notes. Stop it. Give me a note from. Do you have like high notes? Uh, 
art notes. Um, save a lot of stuff like on my phone, like pictures and stuff for like ideas of later. Oh, really? Yeah. Like an idea of what? Uh, drawing or our okay. project that who knows if I'll ever get to. Oh, uh, Reginald has pulled up Rooster Illusion definition. Here you go. Oh. A situation where one realizes that they do not know themselves as well as they think, shattering their grip on reality. Oh, shit. And my reality just got shattered. Definition number two, a horrible failed attempt at saying something. <laughs> well. Oh, my gosh. You did fail at that. That whole, that whole Trudy Daniels situation feels like a rooster illusion to me. Uh, Maybe that's what you put it together. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's You're going to love these then. Here you go. Yeah. That fucking stung. I'll hit that, you. That was hard. That's, that, I'm sorry. That really no, I'm you're really good. good at burns. Yeah, you're doing good. We would good. not know, but <laughs> we would have no idea. We had all the elements. You didn't see it coming. Parts of it really hurt. Welcome to the conversation, Mr. Helper. What Dude, I have some art ideas for you. Okay. Oh, okay. Is it, this is notes in your phone? Yeah. I'm so fucking excited. I just went from okay. six to midnight. Oh. Nice. It took you a sec. Well, he was thinking of how he says it, which is wrong. <laughs> Six to noon. Continue. <laughs> so. Don't. Let's not rehash this. <laughs> it's That's a major bird. <laughs> it came together. He saw it. He was so angry. He finally realized. I'm sorry. Did you notes? I congratulated him for something I shouldn't have congratulated <laughs> him for. <laughs> that felt so good. Uh, now I want to keep these ideas for myself. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, Did you just turn Scottish? I don't believe so. His skin did look red. Mine does? looked flushed. Shit. Go ahead. No, right. just in that moment. Speaking of shit. Speaking of shit. Poop art. Or a shart. Pass. Shart. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> jizz junkyard. Oh, my. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> Come dumpster. I know that one. Yeah, that's why I've known a couple. That's of those. why just junkyard is even bigger. Oh, <laughs> now what was the first one? You gotta go back again. Come dumpster. No, the very first one. Oh, just poop art. Oh, still pass. That's a you know, shart. Yeah. Shart. Yep. Shart. The word shart is actually poop art. I'd rather say foop. I thought it was shit and fart. Well, of course that's what we know it as. But yeah. if you think about it, shart is actually poop art. Well, that's why I say foop. Nice. No confusing that. Exactly. I, I was going to fart. But oh. separate topic. Shart is misleading because you thought you were going to shit. Oh, but you farted. Right. But if you foop, you thought you were going to fart, but you pooped. Okay. No. Started as that a fart. That does make sense. Yeah. People say it wrong that all the time. That holds water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got a big clown pocket. Technically, sharts would be disappointing. You go sit I down, do you let out a huge fart, and you're shocked. And then you leave. Your prison purse? That's a shart. A huge fart and you leave? think you're in a shit. You go sit down, oh, and it's and a huge fart. And you leave. That's a shart. It's a lift off. Yeah, you go to let out a little fart and you poop. But I feel like <laughs> shit and fart together still makes sense as a shart. All right, yeah, I buy it. Separate topic would be come dumpster. Oh, I hate that one. Right, and then the larger aspect or more horish aspect. Not Halloween related would be jizz junk junkyard. <laughs> that one is fucking this brutal. Is, this is bro talk <laughs> all this the way. Bro. Just out of curiosity, language. is it because 
cumminges are such horrible words. Is that the problem? No, it's the dumpster part. It's the junkyard <laughs> part. It's not the jizz. It's not the cum. There's nothing wrong with so, male emissions. Okay, okay, okay. How about jizz boutique? <laughs> no, because it exits. Cum salon? Into, mm. Oh, oh, oh. How oh. about just I apologize. Not. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> You were you were thinking that we are referring to a female organ in this case. It could be anything. So don't think about that. Wherever you're way. dumping cum. Exactly. Exactly. Still. Right. That sounds oh, fucking nasty it could be a as sock. shit. It could be a sock. So really what Do he was you saying. Did you say I cum dumping my sock? <laughs> no. <laughs> I say I'm taking my sock on a date. <laughs> See? You treated the sock I do. nice. I do. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sock is I know stiff. too much. <laughs> you know way too much. <laughs> I know too much. <laughs> I like that. That was your question. To justify his horrible wording. You looked to me for truth, and you knew all the words that mattered. You knew all the math words in my life that were going to tell that story. Uh-huh. Do you, with your sock, the rest didn't matter. I had you. <laughs> And you don't refer to it as a dumpster. <laughs> Absolutely not. I treat my socks like ladies. You do. Uh, Is that, that the note you prefer to end on? I think that was a great note. Okay, there you go.
You're gonna show her your dick. <laughs> You're gonna whip dick. out that dick. Have you heard our You're friend? You're gonna give her your. You want my dick? Jesus. You want my dick, don't you? She's been thrust our, into something. Our friend uh, Tony. Uh, that scene, <laughs> gotta see it. He does that so. He does. I don't even want to say it's well. I think I've actually heard him say it so often that that's just what I picture now, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> yeah. So if I see Paul Rudd do it, I'm like, he does a pretty good Tony impression. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh- On Halloween, there will be a nigga, you gon' take his pain. He's big and black, he will take your candy. That nigga's name is Big Dick Randy. Hey, big, big dick Randy. He take booty, not just candy. He dress up like he a granny. Then he be waiting for niggas to walk off alone. He make sure they ain't near no home. He sneak up and he let out a moan. He rip off your booty and then he is gone. I remember one day, it was like 2012. It was big Randy, I could just tell. He took my booty and I couldn't yell. I got to the house, mama said, where is your ass? And where is your candy? And I said, mama, it was big dick Randy.